Give me some more flavor. Seen you broom up in the black shop, the gold BBSs, man. I said, damn, this nigga, this nigga's really making this money. He's really making money, man. You understand? Said, hey, it ain't just about the money. It's not. You know what it's about, man? It's about fucking those skeezers like that right there. It's about driving these fly-ass cars. And it's definitely about never dressing like a nigga like you, man. Okay, man. <laughs> Boy, man, let's go be stars up in this joint, all right? Strippers. Mike She hear a song, strip up all her income. We get trippin' and then some. So nasty when she rollin'. She put that ass off in my hands. I remote control it. She give me down when the roof gone. At the KOD, she leave with me. She got friends, bring three. I got drugs, I got drink. Bend it over, Juicy J gon' poke it like wet paint. You say no to ratchet pussy. Juicy J can't, 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 can't. Racks herber, they showin' racks, I'm throwing racks. Steven Spill, nigga. Smoking on quiche. Cold, give me chills, nigga. What's your real name? And not your stripper name. I make it rain on you. Like a window pane. Bands and make her dance. Don't you make her come. Hit it from the side like a motherfucking bass drum. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Back at it again. This is the Untitled Podcast. I am your host, Boob. I'm here with my guy, Swad. How you feeling, brother? You know, the bitches call me Buffalo. What they call you? I ain't saying shit. Blip, blip, what's good? Say less, say less, say less, Give me some more flavor. Oh, How you feeling, brother? How you feeling? I'm good, man. Just recovering from the last episode. Yeah. Took it back and listened to it, man. And it got it got pretty heavy towards the end, man, with all the, the news that circulated while we were recording and everything. Yeah, that so. was tough, man. Man, I, I was listening. I was like, "Damn, I couldn't even get the words out, man." Yeah, I was man. so shook. Niggas were struggling, man. It's funny, man. You editing and you kind of, you know, it was, a, it was a point where like just kind of listening back and going through that editing process where nigga almost kind of want just chop it out, chop it out. You but know it was what I like, mean? It's but authentic. It's, yeah, it was so authentic and mm-hmm. raw, man, and and wanting to be that. 
You know, right. you know, we talk about being authentic all the time. You know what I'm saying? So being able to be that for our listeners, you know, it, it was was a good moment, man. And I know yeah. a lot of them could relate. Oh yeah. Know, to how he was feeling. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? So uh, you know, I guess, you know, a, a proper uh rest in power uh to Earl DMX Simmons. To the dark, man. Yes, sir, yes, sir. Because, mm-hmm. you know, at this point, it's not DMX, man. It's, it's Earl. It's Earl. It's Earl. You know what I mean? So, so rest in power to him, man. Tough, tough loss. Um, you know, the rap, you know, hip-hop, I was uh, reading, just kind of looking at different stuff. Apparently, there was an album <clears throat> that was either on the way or just about done um, that he had confirmed that said you know, he had an album done, man. So, Mm-hmm. Maybe there's some music for us that you know he left us with, you know. Yeah. Um, hopefully, you know. Uh, you know, I think I'd said on the last pod that I, I remember watching that uh, that Drink Champs interview. The just, one that had him on there, right? Yeah, okay. his yeah his interview and um, seeing how much he was drinking, you know, it kind of threw me a little bit just knowing his addiction issues mm-hmm. and you know when you're dealing with addiction, so many different things kind of throw you back, right? And even if it's not you the know, slightest like, trigger, right? Right, mm-hmm. and you know, living a life like X, you know that you know he documented and put out there for us to know. Yeah, and here, man, you you got to know it got to be so many different triggers that oh, he yeah. had, you know. Yeah. So, and I think I even uh, commented on like being in that room where where they were doing the verses and everything, and just being back in that element and everything, just having that crowd around you mm-hmm. and seeing old faces and how y'all used to rock. Yeah. How y'all used to get yeah. down, man. It's hard to kind of remove yeah. yourself from it. Yeah. You That's know? true, man. That's real. That, um, yeah. and, and you know, we talked about the last episode, uh, Mike Tyson said that, mm-hmm. you know, they talked about him coming keeping back that, and boxing keep, yeah. and you know, keeping that tiger locked in the in, cage, man. keeping that shit in the cage. And once that motherfucker get out, you know, he didn't necessarily know if, um, he be able to reel that back in. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man. So, that, man, you know, we're again, wrestling power to, uh, to Earl DMX Simmons, man. Um, praying for his family. Oh, yeah. You know, they're healing. Um, you know, it's been, it's been a, you know, it's been a year. You know, and I, I don't know, man. I had a thought um, the other day, man, just thinking that, and obviously, you know, life ain't fair, but we're, and I don't know, I need to talk to my pops more about it. But we're losing a lot of our legends and heroes. Oh yeah, and not getting to see them grow old. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's a lot of people that made that our parents grew up with that they saw get old. Right. In transition. And the saddest thing about that, when it comes to like losing legends within hip hop. Yeah. Hip hop is still a baby in its own. Yeah. Yeah. It's young as fuck. So to see people that we grew up listening to or people that we may not have listened to, but that, you know, our pops, our uncles, they were listening to it and seeing them just pass away. Yeah. It's, it's sad. And the the other part is we don't necessarily even get to see hip hop grow old, Mm -mm. you know, because just like, you know, she said, hip hop's a baby. It's only what, 40 years old. If that, I mean, we're talking from 1980 to now. We're going to go from that, you know, from that standpoint. Who Um, do we consider like the elders of hip hop right now? The real elders to me um, will be obviously your run DMCs, mm-hmm. um, Rock Him. You know, those, to me, those are the elders. Right. Um, 
And then you get guys who are kind of getting there, and that's your hoes, that's your DMX, you know, guys. I mean, DMX was 50, mm-hmm. which is crazy it is to think about. You know, he was 50. And obviously that's not old, but, you know, yet it's still 50. So We, we got to consider Master P as being yeah, P, one as well. Yeah, P and Elder. Definitely yeah, a lot, to, of, yeah a lot of them guys, man. Even, even Baby, you know, Diddy. Diddy's Diddy, Diddy. Cube, Dre. Cube, Dre. These these are the elders in hip-hop, which, Mm -hmm. again, is nuts because you think about an elder, you don't think 50. 50's young. Right. You know what I'm saying? 50's young, man. So So let's keep them around, man. Let's keep them here. Let's keep them young. And let's celebrate them while they're here as well. Yeah, the biggest thing for me, man, and I was, even though the, uh, even though the, um, the verses, even though the verses we kind of feel like maybe brought back some old, Habits facts maybe, and I don't want to say it like it's a fact, but mm-hmm. could have could have been a trigger point. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also glad that it happened, and that's just you know saying that to celebrate. Yeah, mm-hmm. just give him his flowers, man. Just to really celebrate and make him feel the love. Um, for those who may not have um, known, and there was a lot of them who didn't necessarily think X had the songs to keep up with Snoop. For them to hear them records, you know what I mean that. You know, even, you know, not that it's going to give it to Because the ones you can't find after music, like him and Aaliyah back in one, you know what I mean? You know, back in one piece. A dog needs a bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what, nigga? Yeah, like, X was wild, man. X was wild, but he was real. And that's the one thing about it. He was real, man. So seeing all these stories coming out about people in there. Trying to cancel him and all of that shit. Yeah, Did you see that? man. Yeah, you know, X, on, was, you know hey, X was a real nigga, man. And it's not a lot of room for that. We need we need more people like him. We do, we do, because you know, to just I, speak the real shit. Yeah, it's a word, man. People have been using. It's always kind of little catchphrases. Manifest was one, and all this other shit. Mm-hmm. And normalized been one recently. You know, no, can we normalize? Normalize, yeah. And, you know, in my mind, yo, I just want to normalize being a real nigga, man. And and, and being like being that, standing that. And when I say that, I don't mean. Because being a real nigga isn't just being a, tied to the streets. People kind of confuse real niggas and street niggas. They're gotcha. two different things. Yeah, You know what I mean? A street nigga is tied to the streets. His hustle's in the streets. He does street shit, whether that's robbing, whether that's trapping, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. He's a street nigga. And he's known for being a street. A real nigga don't got to touch the streets. Be a stand-up guy. Some of these squares out here get more respect than street niggas. they real. And that's being honest. They real. They may yeah. be square, but they real. <laughs> and it's certain respect that comes with just being real. Right. Niggas ain't gonna. Maybe they're not gonna play with you because of a fear. They ain't scared of you. Mm-hmm. But you, you, mean, you don't bother nobody, man. You a solid dude. You stick by your word. You say what you mean. You mean what you say. And let's know. Hey, since we on that word, let's normalize. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> These these niggas in the streets that ain't street niggas. Stay out the yeah. fucking streets, yeah, man. Get your ass, normalize your ass. It ain't cut out on, for you, Jack. Yeah, normalize getting your ass back on that side. Stop playing. <laughs> I'm saying this for your health. This is not for you. I'm saying this for your health, bro. Get out the way. Get out that street. Get them kids oh, out, them out the street. Yeah, Get them man. kids out the street, man. Stop that shit. We you know, know. You know what, man? I just realized you always ask me how I'm feeling. How you feeling, man? man. I don't never come on here and... and and see how your well-being, how your mental health going, man. Bro. I said nobody care about the funny friend, man. Nobody I got care, you, you know, nobody care. I appreciate that, bro. You know I'm feeling well, man. Birthday just went by. You know what I'm saying? 31. Uh-oh. Yeah. I saw I saw a video, bro. What you see? 
Um, talk to me. You can talk about it. We on the pod. What you saw? Oh, man. Tell the truth. I'm saying the wild shit. I'm gonna beep you out. Nah, man. It looked like looked like you couldn't ha- handle your liquor a little. Bit, oh, no, nah, that that yeah. that one. That's see. I said tell the truth. Where you see this? Oh no, it's like you had a little bottle in your hand. Uh huh. Shit started biting you a little bit or something. Nah, nah. That nah, one nah, that nah, that nah, I didn't nah, see that. Nah, nah, that's not what you saw. Okay. We talking about it with the for those who may have may have may not have seen. I drank a little too much of it. Not drank too much, but drank too much. And I went just in that one gulp. Yeah. Okay, I pause. got you. I get yeah, you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah. And I didn't know I how to you. say that without having to pause. Right, so I'm glad right. You Some, said sometimes it you just gotta say it. Yeah, it's coming out. out with it. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, drank a little, <laughs> I had a little too much. Couldn't hold it all in, man. Like, mm, I was like a chip, so I had to spit that out. Pause. Come on. <laughs> you said I could. You said I could. Okay. All right. Yeah. You gave me the the green light and took it back, man. I didn't know you was going to commit to it. I mean. We roll it. We roll it. I just wanted to put. Yeah. So that's, that's good, what that man. Was, man. Happy birthday, man. Happy belated, I, I man. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. We got hand class round of applause. 31. Uh, we man, made it another year. We got, man. We got it's good enough, bro. A, a gunshot or something, man. No gunshots. No gunshots no, this no week. Gunshots. <laughs> Who died? No. We, well, yeah. Fuck it. Too too many too many incidents this week, man. That's, That's yeah. It's, it's been a lot, man. It's been a lot. Um. So also while we here, man. Um. You you had an issue with me, man. Me. Yeah, you reported me to HR. I did, man. You did, like, yeah. you <laughs> bro, I'm getting real uncomfortable in this bitch with yeah, you. Yeah, so. This so shit is weird. So because of that, man, I decided that uh, we needed, we, I don't know, for those who don't know, we actually do have HR here at the uh, Untitled Podcast. Friend of the show. Friend, friend of the show, man, we do have HR director. So I just figured, man, we give him a call. You know what I mean? Let's see if he pick up for us, man. Europe, Europe, Europe. What's happening, man? What's going on, man? Cool, cool, man. This, this is this is the uh, the Untitled Podcast. Give you a call. We're looking for uh, eight charges. You? Oh man. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So, so we're live. Yeah, yeah, we, we, live. we we are live on air, you're, and, you're, and because you're HR, you're, you're. I don't <laughs> because you're HR. I feel like I don't need to tell you. You know, don't say nothing wild or crazy. I feel like you are. Oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah, yeah. So, um, so my co-host, uh, yeah, uh, man, we just we trying yeah. to, um, yeah. I guess, set up a format for the show from here on out because I want to say maybe two episodes ago, I felt a little uncomfortable mm-hmm. sitting next to this guy <laughs> sitting beside me right now, man. <laughs> there are a lot okay. of um R. Kelly references that came up, so we needed you was to kind of. What you said? Was, was there any? Was, was there any like? Was there any actually uh, topics discussed, or was this just just flat out? Flat well, the one the one that made me the most uncomfortable was he wanted to give writing credits to R. Kelly for Webby's "Give Me That," and that shit was <laughs> fucking wild. I'm like, nigga, what? <laughs> Y'all stop playing with me. <laughs> so R. R. Kelly did R. Kelly didn't write "Give Me That." I don't. Uh, they didn't sound like R. Kelly song. It. I'm pretty sure that he was bopping to it, but I don't think he wrote the shit. He wrote that shit. He got writers credits. Like you know how niggas like play. He he probably I I don't know. Mind you, he wrote a lot. He wrote he wrote a lot of shit and sung a lot of shit. But 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 okay. But for this one, I I don't think he did. But I I'll put it like this. 
I see where you're going with it because like that wouldn't be that wouldn't be outside his realm when it comes to that particular. Song. <laughs> <laughs> well, come on, that's, that's all I was saying. I was I, always taught that uh, great writers write about what they know. They write about what they know. Yeah, so, yeah. Come yeah, on, he did. It's not real. <laughs> nigga wrote trapped in the closet. Listen, Damn, listen, come on. Listen. It was a midget fucking. Uh, Ta man, it was midgets niggas was gay. Can we? Can we? Can we go ahead and uh, sign off this? Uh, <laughs> you trying to get me rolled up? <laughs> I really am. <laughs> you trying to get me rolled up? All right. Like so, <laughs> So so who who's wrong? Who's wrong? We're trying to create a who, safe who working environment, are we not? I mean, that's up they charge. I'm here to pot. <laughs> okay. So I never so say when this it is comes safe to space. When it, <laughs> when, it, when, it, when it comes to the the R. Kelly references, it depends on what song in particular you're talking about. Because we know that we well now if we didn't know before, we now know that like HR you dancing. We talking about whether or not R. Kelly wrote Give Me That. And if he did not write Give Me That, am I wrong? He wrote Give Me That. Thank you. Oh, so I'm right. On, Appreciate man. it, man. <laughs> awesome See, that's why I love HR, man. God damn it. Shout out to HR. You got any other, <laughs> any other questions for HR? Why you snitching? Yeah, HR, man. What happened to you, uh, what happened to you Sunday, man? Mm, mm, excuse me. What happened, man? Damn, HR <laughs> HR got hard grade. HR got the fuck up out of there. You asked where he was at. HR had to go. Oh man. God, damn. How you gonna snitch on HR? Hey man. Look here. By it didn't means. go the way I wanted it to go. So, so, so by any means. <laughs> that shit did not go the way I wanted to go, man. So I I guess I guess R. Kelly is in play Come for this on, podcast. Man. That's man. all I, you know. I just want to get you know. So, I know he locked up. I know he's a disgrace so, uh, singer, man. So is it safe to say we're gonna do a R. Kelly uh, playlist? I didn't say that. Oh, HR wouldn't support that. You sure? We, well, yes. <laughs> we'll call. We'll call back next week and ask him. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we'll get it. That's what we'll do. We'll, we'll do a weekly, uh, weekly uh, little HR, HR session, man. Just, shout just, out to TA, man. Yeah, man. Shout, shout out to our resident HR director. <laughs> you know it's funny, man. Yo, when I tell you. I got a friend for damn near everything. I got a banker friend. Mm-hmm. I got training friends. I got HR friends. I got damn doctor friends. I got damn. You got bouncer friends. That, I, got, I got bouncer that's, friends. That's a good play. I got bouncer friends. I got uh, bartender friends. Right. I got coach friends. You, you got, got Coke friends? No, coach. Coach. Sir. Coach, okay, friends. We we're going to HR. See, there you go. There you go. There you I'm go. Playing. There you go. <laughs> Calling my friends crackhead. I would never say that about your people. Never say that about your people. I was asking, man. I was just asking. Nah, though. You got some friends that's crackish, and I know you got a friend or two that does some crack. I do. Yep. I don't know that. You know. I do. Yeah. We'll talk off my head. I, I want to know. <laughs> yeah, nigga. Yeah. Now, now you Joe. Now you want to know. I want to yeah, know. Now you want to know. Oh, know, man. I know. I know. I want to start the pot early. <laughs> All right, man. So so with that, man, I guess we can. Uh, I sure hope that one doing what I think it was doing. But anyway, um, <laughs> I guess with that, man, we get into our first section of the uh what we got? Where we going with it, man? Our playlist, man. Playlist? Yeah, man. Ooh. Yes, sir. Want me to get a title? Yeah. Ratchet Lives Matter, man. Yeah, I like that. I like that. 
this week is dedicated to all you ratchets out there, all you, yeah, you bad, you bad ones out there, right? Yep. Out here finessing these weak ass niggas and shit, man. We <laughs> we got a music selection stretched we out just for y'all. For you. <laughs> Woo! Let me tell you. So um, so I guess I'll pop it off. Go ahead. Uh, what you got, man? Order, man? So when I think ratchet, man, you know, I just think just kind of just that that just that kind of. I don't want to say that hood shit, but it's basically that hood shit, man. Just, mm-hmm. You know, and you know what I mean, like, and we all know when we hear ratchet, the first thing we think about. So for me, yeah, I gotta tap in, man. My first song, I go to the two, two of the most ratchet motherfuckers I know. Who you got? And you'll appreciate this, man. So for me, my first song is gonna be uh, Trick Daddy featuring Trina, man. We gonna dance, nigga. Okay. Ain't no HR has left the building. You they know what have, that means. They have, they have. They have. <laughs> what you got for me? What you got for me? Man, I'ma go ahead and give you my definition of what I what I mean when I say ratchet, man. It's it's when they get to talking they shit, bro. When they in their bag, man. You know that shit. What what Uncle Jerome say? Shit, turn me on, man. Look at you. I'm calling HR about you looking at me talking like Uncle Jerome. That's what I'm going to do. I'm calling HR about that shit since we snitching. Nah, man. Nah, man. But uh, first on my list, man, I'm going to go with, uh, I want to say, probably the one that's that's leading the game and when it comes to the rat the ratchetivities. The ratchetivities. The ratchetivities right now. We're going to go with uh, my girl Meg, hot girl Meg with Lil Dirt. What's that shit called? Movie. Yeah, 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 yeah,
Jamaican, call that nigga crazy legs. Mixing blue with the green hunters, that shit look like crazy bread. That ain't my man, but that's my man, though, so watch your hands, ho. He tryna holler when you ain't looking, just stop shaking his hand, bro. Told that nigga, give me the money, don't know what you playing for. This expensive, don't be touching on what you ain't paying for. He my coochie. Let's make a movie, nigga I'm talking ASMR, let me hear you chew it, nigga The only L I hold got that be right there next to it My pussy type, but I might let him add some stretch to it Tell her shake it, drop her friends off and take her pants off Tell him spin it, you ain't got no money, keep your hands off Chain 180, it's expensive, bitch, just keep your hands off I'm a boss, I could buy the same thing my man bought Shake that booty, yeah, yeah Shake that booty, bitch Shake that booty, Shake that booty, bitch. Shake that booty. Shake that booty, bitch. Shake that booty. Shake that booty, bitch. Shake that bitch to shake her ass. Told me put some ones on. Told the bitch to kiss my ring. Just don't put your tongue on. Told the bitch bring a chair. I can put my guns on. Told this bitch to belt Chanel so she know she can't pull on. When the DJ play you back to back, this shit feel good, don't it? Never trip about no politics. I know the hood won't. That was nasty. You know, man got a way of like saying certain shit, and I'd be like, okay. Because she just tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, like, eat my coochie out back. <laughs> just like that. <laughs> yeah, so when? Eat my coochie. Ooh. <laughs> 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 when? Well, every time she say that shit, boy, I turn into pot smoking and start growling. <laughs> 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 woo. I'm with the this woo. I'm with the woo. Say that shit. Tell it, man. All right. So, so now y'all know the goddamn energy today. Yeah, today's energy is, is, is about to be some ratchet shit going on in here, man. It is, man. This is gonna be. A, I ain't gonna lie. This is gonna be a wild episode. Well, let's go. Yeah, let's do it. So right, uh, HR gave us clearance. Fuck it. Yeah, we clean. We good <laughs> shit. We can't get fired. <laughs> can't fire me. <laughs> that nigga got hung just that's, now. That's Tony Snell. That nigga always some shit. Oh shit. my god! You seen the the line where that nigga had like zero points, zero assists, zero rebounds, and zero he won steals, the game. And zero blocks, but no nigga played like thirty minutes. It was like bro didn't do nothing all game, run up and down the court. Damn, all bro. game. That's why that nigga ain't do shit. Like bro, nothing, nothing. Because I saw him hit a game winner. I want to say about a month or so ago. Yeah, bro. He also the ugliest nigga. Really. He took San Cassell. San Cassell spot. Yeah, that's why I don't, we both knew that, right? <laughs> San Cassell's easily the ugliest nigga <laughs> in the league. Even as a coach, he probably the ugliest coach too. Damn. Just that's a Hall of Fame career right there. Yeah, Hall of Fame by man. itself. Yeah, yeah. Somebody said that nigga got a tech for walking on the court. I forgot who said that <laughs> shit. Goddamn. <laughs> Speaking of hoops, man. So ninety six. Uh, 96 draft class um, documentary on NBA TV. Greatest draft class ever. Yeah. Yeah. Ben 84. Uh, and I did a little research, and I'm going to declare it the best draft class ever because you had more MVPs that came out of that draft class. Oh, so there were more MVPs out of that one? Mm-hmm. Mm, I've got Steve Nash. Steve Nash took two. Yeah. AI. Steve you had Kobe. Kobe got one. Uh, Who else? Dirk wasn't in that class, was he? Uh, Dirk was 97. Nah, 7.97. But I think they got, let me see. Yeah, like we don't live in a world full of Google. Yeah, man. Let's look at that. It's, yeah, it's four all together. Steve Nash got two. Kobe got one. Oh, yeah. And AI got 84 one. got more than that. 84 got more than that? Yeah. Charles. Charles got Mike, one. Mike. And who else? Elijah Warren. Akeem got one? Yeah. 
Keem got one. I think he got one. If he didn't, Mike got three. Or four. Mike got like four. Mike got four or five. By himself. Yeah. Yeah, well. Keem got one. Okay. Chuck got one. So that's Chuck got one, Mike got four, and King got one. I don't think, I don't think Dredd's got none. Mm-mm. John Stockton ain't got one. I still John say, Stockton won an MVP. I said he don't got one. Oh, I was I about to say, hold no, on. No, no, what the fuck? I'm going to still give the, the What in the white I'm America still, is going right. on? I'm, give, I'm still getting a nod 96. Just looking. I mean, they. I think... I think you say you are going to give it to ninety six. Yeah, just I mean, because ninety six, even all star appearances, even, first team, second team. Yeah, even the ones that aren't the well known ones, Sharif Abdul Rahim, Sharif, you know what I mean? like even them. Anton Walker Anton came out Walker's that. In their draft. I love the Anton Walker's game. Man. The little shimmy at yeah, the he hit that bucket. The, the little shimmy. The shimmy. I used to wear the socks like him. Then, yeah. I like Twan, man. I fuck with Twan. You got Jermaine O'Neal. Jermaine O'Neal. One of the hardest hitting niggas in the NBA. Facts. Right when he slid crucial. across that court, hit he that fan in the mouth. That's a, that's a, that's a, a wild story. Like, just when they when you hear uh, Jax talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know, Jermaine was beefing with um, Ron Artest about that for years. Really? Like, a, I mean, legitimately was not fucking with him. Because up because the because, fight went be, down? Because of the what that did after. Because remember, you had all the suspensions. And all that. That was their championship year. That's what. That's why he was pissed because mm-hmm. he was like, "Yo, this was our year." We had Reggie Miller, you know, kind of on the way out, but still productive. You still had you had Ron Ron, you had Stephen Jackson, you had Jermaine O'Neal, you had um, I want to say Tinsley was running the point. Jamal Tinsley was the point guard. Tinsley was yeah. running the point man. You, I mean, you had a squad, mm-hmm. and I think they've been knocking on the door for a few years, and they just felt like it was them or Detroit. Yeah. And, and Ron was hooping that year. Yeah, Ron, Ron was giving was, I mean, everybody the business. Ron was giving niggas the blues, nigga buckets and locking your ass up. Yeah, you know, just you couldn't do nothing with him. And and you know Stephen Jackson that you know doing this thing too. Mm-hmm. Really, so yeah, they say he legit wasn't fucking with Ron Artest after that. That's understandable. Yeah, for sure. For That's sure. understandable. For sure. I mean, you put that Pacers team up against, I believe, the Spurs one that year. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, Jermaine O'Deal did the right thing. He did the right thing. He was there for his teammates. Yeah, he was. He was. He, he was wrote for, for his teammates. teammates. He wrote for his teammates. Because he could have easily been like, shit, I ain't help you, nigga. I'm trying to win a ring. But he was in the trenches with him. So. Could have pulled a, a, a Kuzma. A Kuzma? Yeah, Kuzma do that. You t- uh, you talking about the fight Chris Paul and Rondo? Plenty of fights. Kuzma right. Cool. Mm. Him him and Lonzo, light skinned niggas, are in the court. <laughs> when Zoe's still in LA, I promise you. you HR! Know <laughs> Yo, niggas gotta stop. <laughs> Fuck it, we ratchet to I'm a fire HR. <laughs> Too light skinned niggas. Oh, man. I never noticed that about Kuz. Yeah, man. Kuz don't want no problems, man. I fuck with Kuz. You know, Kuz my guy, but he don't mm-hmm. want no problems. He don't want no smoke for real. Okay. NBA niggas don't be wanting to fight for real. It's some. You got some. Surge, Surge want to fight niggas. Surge be wanting to Surge want to fight. Then got the jungle. <laughs> He's from Congo. Congo's in the jungle, so. Did I lie? You didn't lie. Come on. You didn't lie. Nigga from the jungle, man. Who who, who else? Come run off the bench with a spear. What's that? uh, What's the. I'm just going to bypass that. What's the (laughs) the fourth degree black belt nigga in the NBA? Jeremy Lin. Wow. Wow. (laughs) What's that? (laughs) All right. 
So it's always me. Jeremy Lin got no black belt? Yo, swear to God. Stop aging Swear to God, Jeremy Lin don't got no black belt. You fucking lying. No, you ain't got no fucking black belt. Nigga. Did you research this? Look it up. No. Ask Google. Hey, Siri. I'm going to ask Siri shit. What's I'm not bringing Siri into this. James Johnson. He's a black belt? And his, his whole family got like black belt. That hood ass nigga's a black belt. Yes, bro. <laughs> That's some wild shit. Yes, man. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, man. That, like, niggas are scared of him in the NBA for real. You know, though. I don't like, I don't like people always point to the fact that Chris Child's two-piece Cole. But I don't like that. Cole wasn't there to fight. Chris Childs from the Knicks. From the Knicks, maybe two piece. Oh, yeah, I don't like that. Did you hear the story behind that shit? Nah. Chris Childs said he kept coming off the down screen, and yeah. every time he came off the down screen, Kobe would bump him. Mm-hmm. So he said he did about three times in the game, and like the last time he did it, Chris Childs was like, "Yo, young fella, I know you're trying to make your name in this league, but like, watch that goddamn shoulder when you coming off the screen." He said Kobe's like, "Fuck you, gonna do about it." <laughs> So Chris Child said, well, shit, me being me, I knew I was just taking a couple of boxing lessons, so I figured this would be the time to put them shits <laughs> Damn, to work. I, I said, like what that. the fuck? I don't like that. I know you don't like I don't it. like that, man. Put Cole, the way the nigga said it, I was like, oh, man. Just because Cole was at a hoop, man. He wasn't there for that, for that record. <laughs> fuck you going to. He shouldn't have said that. He shouldn't have said that. You can't talk like that knowing you can't fight. Oh, man. Don't ask a nigga what you going to do. You know what? The last fight. I got into uh-huh. was because a nigga asked me what I was going to do. And you showed him. Yeah, I had to. Because you asked. True. I wanted this shit if you want to ask me. You asked a question, I gave you an answer. True. Who was what, what, who it? That uh, Radio Shack? You got questions, we got answers. We got answers. Yeah. I ain't heard that slogan in fucking years. Yeah, bro. I mean that shit too. <laughs> you got questions, <laughs> I got to answer. Got to answer, young yeah, fella. Got something for Shout that. out to that 96 class, man. Deep yeah, man, as hell. I, iconic class, man. Iconic class. Think about how much that class changed the game, man, from... From obviously from Kobe, but AI man, AI had all us wanting braids. Braids. Everybody wanted braids. Arm Everybody sleeves. Sleeves. You know, sagging our pants. Remember that little that crossover he had when he spent, but he put the ball behind oh his back at God. the same time. Yeah, nigga, I was in my fucking backyard for a week straight trying to master that shit. Man, AI had every last one of us carrying. <laughs> oh, let's carry on the court. Every last one to try and do that goddamn little in and out. Goddamn, yeah, man. Um, and so that's they, perfect for this week. Shit, it's shit. It's a ratchet episode. That's the ra- the most ratchet nigga we've ever had in the NBA. This nigga, most ratchet superstar for sure. This nigga was getting his hair braided in the middle of his in the middle of a game by that's his mama, man. dog. That's, a hood ass nigga. that's some hood shit. Yo, yo, Chuck is a wild guy, man. Oh my god, Chuck was a real Chuck was a real one, man. I fuck with Chuck, man. So. This is influence, man. Niggas are still wearing shooting sleeves. I don't think you can watch an NBA game without seeing without a sleeve. sleeve. You're going to see a sleeve. It don't and that's matter. because of him. And this is AI being drafted. This is what, 25 years later? Mm-hmm. 25 years ago, which is crazy. But 25 years ago, he walked into the league. This is going back to the, the whole entire draft. Um, you know, Steve Nash changed the game with the way he played. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Antoine Walker was one of those original kind of stretch fours. Right, one of the fours that Correct. really was stepping Correct. out on the perimeter, putting the ball on the floor. Correct. You know what I mean? It can do a lot, you know, with that. So, and then the game got away from him. Then, well, his weight got he away. Weight, weight got away. Yeah. I was just about to say that, yeah, man. The boy blew up, boy. The yeah, boy, boy blew the I don't fuck know, up. Was that when he got to Miami? When he, no, that was in Boston. That what was, was he eating in Boston. When you started seeing it, when he got to Dallas. 
Dallas. Was Dallas? What did he go to Dallas? He first? got that big payday when he left Boston and went was to it? Dallas. So Boston, Dallas, Miami. Yeah, I think he bounced around for a minute so before he got to So he's a turkey leg hut, just going crazy, just killing that shit, man. fucking up the turkey legs, killing it, man. You know, my uh, my poshies always tell me like, you you keep eating that shit, you gonna turn into one. So that nigga turned into a turkey leg. You can see it. Yeah. That nigga got a keloid head, though. <laughs> the fuck? That's wild. <laughs> you can't say that about people, all right? Don't. Your opinion, though. Okay. Top to bottom. You you just declared 96 draft the best class ever, right? I did. Okay. All right, man. Who comes second? Who comes third? Second, I'm going to say... <clears throat> second, I'm going I'm to be biased and say 03. And then third, I'm going to say 84. 84? Okay. I'm going to say 84. Um, nah. See, thing is, eighty, I mean, oh three and ninety six to me are deeper, mm-hmm. but eighty four is so top. It's heavy. iconic. I mean, if I run a five, just a five man, five man roster from eighty eighty four, mm-hmm. um, John Stock, it was definitely the dream team. Pretty much, if you go John Stock, then you go Mike, you go Drex, you got King, yeah. And I believe Patrick Ewing was in that draft. Pat was in there. Just that five mm-hmm. alone. That's tough. Hey, who the bum-ass GMs that drafted that motherfucker that went to Portland before Sam Michael Jordan? Sam Bowie. Yo, they said Sam Bowie was actually nice, though, man. They said Sam Bowie was nice and Portland needed a big. So Sam Bowie was... Sam Bowie was nice. What was Michael Jordan? <laughs> well, I mean, but you know, because if we do that, then think about all the teams who didn't draft Tom Brady. That he fell to the That's true. Round. That's true. You know what I'm saying? So just you, 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 you can't blame him in the moment. That's true. You know, it's you just, could. I mean, I mean, it's you could look at Tom Brady, like seeing Tom Brady where he is now versus what he was when he came when he was at Michigan. Right. Was he like a second or third string? Well, he started his last. Actually, it was wild because um, Tom Brady was in and out of the lineup, but they always won when he was in the lineup. Mm-hmm. And then when they took him out, they struggled throwing him in. I mean, I'm talking, they threw, they took him out. At one point, they were doing it where um, I think Tom was starting the first quarter. Uh-huh. And I forgot who's the backup. I want to say so Chad they were doing Henny. they were doing some shit like that. Yeah, so like, them, yeah, you play the in. first, other quarter play the second. Whoever played better, start second half. Mm-hmm. That's how you don't do it with quarterbacks. I think Chad got there Tom's, like, senior year. So that was the year. Okay. That was the year. Mm. Um, I didn't know Chad Henney was there at that time. So, yeah, so, yeah, so. Um, so yeah, that was a year. So um, even looking at that, obviously that doesn't tell you how good Tom was, but you can see him being a winner. Yeah, and I, I respect that. When you look at even like Baker Mayfield, man, people got they say they want to buy them, but that motherfucker Baker's a, a baller, bro. He a dog. He and you look at to walk on to two different Division One programs, do two programs, big programs, right, and start. And, and say, make a hey, name, yeah, make it and make man, a name. I'm about to slide. I'm going somewhere else. Yeah. I, no scholarship. I'm a walk on. That's tough. Come off the street. But my, my that walk on life is real. I can tell you that. That's point, point I was making with uh with MJ though. It was like shit when he hit that game winner in the national championship game. Niggas knew. Like you knew what it was going to be. Yeah, bro. but it wasn't even that he was. You know, even then, man, it was a big shot. But how many big shots do we see? I know you're going. You, you're you going to see him. I'm just talking about after he hit that shot. Think, Mike was just on one. Yeah, I think. <laughs> every game after that. But you got to remember who also was on that team with him. Like, Mike you was had, even the one. Oh yeah, I know James the whole shit. You know James Worthy, Sam Perkins, yeah, all of them like, boys. <laughs> Mike wasn't even the one on his team. Shit, man. He was nice, but he wasn't the one. He wasn't the one. 
Cause Mike, even think about it, Mike went. No, Mike I know. I agree three. with you. I and, agree and with you. Mike went three, and and uh, James Worthy went what? James Worthy first went, of all. Did he go number one? He go one. He, he went yeah, one. He went one. He went one. He went one. He went so one. So you yeah. stacked. So. You know what I mean? So as a GM, you can look at it kind of as um, I'm just talking about Sam Bowie. Man. Yeah, I, feel like, you. I know what you what mean. The fuck? I know what you mean. Let's look. Let's do. Let's do a uh, yeah. Talk talk to the people, man. I'm gonna look up Sam Bowie's stats. Oh, I'm not man. vouching for Sam Bowie, but I do. You know, just from what I saw and heard, man, Sam Bowie wasn't at the time like they didn't draft Sam Bowie, and everybody said what the fuck. This wasn't Darko Milicic. Like this wasn't Darko. So I, I so let me see if I can uh, compare it. Would you compare it to how uh, Greg Oden was drafted before KD? Yes. Okay. With the Bowie and, and MJ yes. situation. Yes. Okay. I think I and I didn't think about it, yeah. Okay. Yes, I'd say that. I think it was more of that because that's more current of our time. So we knew who Greg it's more accurate. And we, we, knew, we knew who Greg knew Oden who Greg was supposed was, to be, and we knew who KD was. Right. And even at the time, it was like. I remember when that was going on, and we were saying, "Well, shit, if you want to win today, maybe Greg. Greg, you want to win for the next ten years because KD. it was supposed to be what, like a, like a Batman Robin combo in Portland with him and Brandon Roy, right? Yep. yep. Okay. It's big Makes and sense. small. And then you think about Portland? Well, we got us. We got we got a stud. Lamarcus Aldridge. He wasn't there yet. Yeah, he, he was. There. Was he? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So, so even yeah. Mm-hmm. So now we go big. You know, we got we got Greg Oden here, rebounding, blocking shots. You know, getting buckets here. Mm-hmm. We got Lamarcus at the four. Then you got Brandon Roy. Mm-hmm. Now, had they drafted KD, still would have been nice. <laughs> still would have. I was looking at uh. LaMarcus uh, announced that he was retiring today, and I was like, damn, man, just imagine two Texas Longhorns were supposed to be on the Portland Trailblazers, man. Yeah. That shit would have been wild. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, so, yeah, Sam, we, we was a double-double. 17-9. 17-9. Kentucky. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I don't, I mean, he I, had foot issues, right? Yeah. That yeah. was the reason. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, and my thing is, you know, I always look at when, look at when we look at drafts, um, I always kind of, because people were so quick, not saying you were, people were so quick to kind of say, well, what the fuck would you think of when you took such and such? It's like, I'm one of those mm, people. You put me in there. Yeah, <laughs> you put me in there. Yeah, okay. And, and, and for me, it's like, all right. Sake of conversation, it's yeah. It's easy to, you, now, if you were one of the people saying it at the time, you know, and the best, best example for me at the time was I was stressing, why are we taking, it's a, we being the Falcons, uh, Vic Beasley over Todd Gurley. We needed to start a running back. Mm-hmm. Why are we taking Vic Beasley? Mm-hmm. And then obviously, you kind of see that Todd Gurley was the best pick, right? Even if he, you know, because even if he didn't for right have, then, yeah, it was for the then, pick. Yeah. yeah. And even now, I'd rather have Gurley than Beasley because Beasley's not in the league. Oh shit, <laughs> Beasley's not in the league. Yeah. So even now, and Todd Gurley was a—I uh, don't know if he won MVP. I know he was Offensive Rookie of the Year. I know he's Offensive Player get, of the Year. He didn't get MVP. So he's never won MVP, no. but I know he's led the league in touchdowns yeah. before. He's from since he's been drafted, he still leads the league in rushing touchdowns. Yeah, um, and I can't even um, downplay him now because he hasn't been healthy. Yeah, so a healthy girl, he's still you know what I mean. Top uh, five or easily top five, healthy. Hell okay, yeah. so you know just that you know was my thought process, but you know we look back and it's not a whole lot that you can really 
say at in the, at that moment you knew no this is better than that. Mm-hmm. Even this year's draft, and I I mean I we we don't talk about the Falcons too much on here for obvious reasons, but of course not. But <laughs> I, the, the current draft pick, you know what you gonna do? What you gonna do? What you gonna do? And it's a lot of smoke and all that, and you know, the closer you get to draft time, the more stories you gonna hear. But um, you know, to me, the pick is if he's there, pick his fields. In true Falcons fashion, we gonna fuck it up. They gonna fuck it up. So who you think we taking? <laughs> I don't know. What do what do they need right now? Everything. <laughs> if you could pinpoint, all right, let's say uh, I put it like this. Who who you taking? I'm asking you who you taking. Right now, what pick do they have? Four. Fourth pick. <sighs> Honestly, I trade it. You I trade, trade it. that pick for pieces. A lot of people say that. I trade it for pieces because this was this is what I would do. I put pressure on Matt Ryan. Okay. I bring in a young quarterback. Mm-hmm. It's time for you to perform. If not, it's time for us to move on. We're looking towards the future. That's what I would do as a GM. I'd pay devil's advocate with that because okay. – because of his contract, there's still no pressure. Still no pressure. Cut me. You want $40 million. Mm-hmm. Cut me. There's no pressure. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And even as a – people people blame – I know I know for sure <laughs> you blame Matt Ryan for a lot of the Falcons' downfalls, and I don't. Right. Um, because I – And that's know, always an interesting conversation. Yeah, just because <laughs> in my mind, football is a team game. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's, you know, people go back to the Super Bowl, and we're down. We gave up, you know – we we didn't score or whatever the argument is against Matt Ryan, right? Um, but yet it's still Matt Ryan gave the defense a twenty eight three lead, right? You know what I mean? And so I look at that as that's why I don't absolve him of all blame, mm-hmm. but I'm not just throwing that shit on him because you were up twenty eight to three, and being up twenty eight three should be more than enough. And this is twenty two the third quarter. It ain't like it was middle first. of the third, not yeah, even the start. Yeah, mid, mid third, mid, mid third, you up twenty eight to three. So in the quarter and a half, they erased and won that game. Mm. So that's why I can't. And so you can't just blame one person. So, um, so yes, yeah, so anyway, man. So sticking, that's sticking on basketball, man. Kyrie. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'd rather be in IGGA. You stupid, Kyrie. Um, <laughs> Kyrie, man, had a little issue with Dennis Schroeder. Um, the the they got ejected from the game. This was Sunday. The exchange was hilarious, though. Man. It was. <laughs> you can see Dennis Schroeder was like, "God damn, nigga! nigga. Like, yeah, why like, the fuck you so close? Yeah, nigga, God damn!" Nigga. And he like kind of went off on that. <laughs> but it's funny because you know Dennis Schroeder's from Germany, right? Right. So, you know that German accent, him nigga probably is a little it tricky. Tri- it triggered something. Yeah, black or white. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, nigga. Yeah, nigga. <laughs> nigga. Nigga. Bitch, who, you, who, you, who the fuck you talking? So, um, so Kyrie said, you know, there's no way for us to champion the word. No way for us to get it back is offensive. And we need to just get rid of it. And this is a conversation that's had once every three years. Mm-hmm. Um, or whether or not we should get rid of the N word. You think he told Braun that when he was in the locker room with Braun and Braun was getting his niggas off? He might have. Uh, Kyrie didn't like Braun anyway. so He, he didn't. Might've. He might. He might have said something. No, I think I think Kyrie was right there with him saying nigga. No, he was. They, they put videos out of him. <laughs> but you know, okay, so let's play devil's advocate a little bit. Maybe he wasn't at this point. Maybe he wasn't woke yet, and he didn't feel that way. That's true. Maybe no, that's true. He's a young true. guy, and maybe now he's on a different plane, so how do you feel about what he's saying? 
Like, do you feel like the N-word can't be something we taking back? Do we... Because I'll tell you, I personally, mm-hmm. I'm uncomfortable when I'm around other black people saying nigger around white folk. Right. Like, kind of, I don't know why. No, no, no. But and I do the same thing. Do I do the same thing because I don't want them to feel comfortable. Empowered to say it, too. To say it as well. And right. I've been in those situ- I've been in those rooms where it did fly. And I was like, yo, like. It's almost like as an adult when you're around other adults and you wait for the, like an older adult, I mean, and you kind of wait for them to cuss first. And then once they cuss, you realize you can too. <laughs> <laughs> you never been in that boat in that situation? Hell no. I'll tell you a quick story. <coughs> my neighbor, man, across the street was setting up my little uh, bootleg cable I got. And um, he was talking mm-hmm. and he cussed. And it was he was like like shit, man. I don't give a fuck about that mother. And it was some whatever he said. Uh-huh. But in my mind, that's gave me that gave that me. That was a green light. light. And, and you was like, of, shit. Yeah, like, you got shit. you got a long shit off. I got a long shit, shit off, man. Long <laughs> shit off. So, you know what I mean? I um yeah, so that's kind of where I've been with that. But uh, okay. okay. <laughs> but um but yeah, I think, you know, one thing I've I've noticed, you know, just kind of working in, in sports is I see a lot of white kids. Um, saying that when they're on the field and stuff, but there is weird because it's white people calling each other niggas, each other niggas, which obviously is kind of a testament of the influence black people have, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that movie was wild. Yeah. Um, the testament testament of black that black people have. Like, what's your reaction when you see that? Do you take a step back? Do you do you comment on it? Do you let it play out? Like, it's hard. What mode are you in? It's hard because um. No, I don't want to hear these little white kids say nigga, but they're within their rights to say what they over they saying it. Mm. You said something to them. Mm. Oh no, them niggas, they can say that. Huh? See what I'm saying? Like yeah. so it's just uh, it's it's weird, man. It's a weird dynamic with that. I mean, I do not feel like white folks should be able to say it. Right. They can't. I mean, it's just what it is, you know, but I do look at it and this is kind of it's going to a different conversation, but we're almost the only race that I've experienced at least that called each other a racial slur. There, I mean, there's slurs amongst different races, but right, it's, it doesn't. They don't. How, how can I say this? They don't make it racial. If you get what I'm saying, like, yeah. oh shit, 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 it's like shit, a shit. Movie. Where, where, where am I going with this? Talk to me. Oh, uh, because I don't want to say the word. You get what I'm saying? But no, like, they'll they'll drop certain certain things at each other. They know what it means. It's within their community, but at the same time, it doesn't necessarily have to deal with their color. You get what I'm saying? It's like I don't know, man. It's, it's things. It, it's things within their culture. That they may yeah. look down upon. So, okay, so we talking like um, white people calling other white people trailer park trash. Exactly, something, something down those lines, right? Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And I think that's tough because there, I don't know, if there's any other races that have a necessarily just one word that carries so much weight either. Mm-hmm. So I think that might be, one, you know, what I mean, like there's no one word. I mean, obviously, you got racial slurs, right? 
and we're not going to sit up here and just do a right, story. right, I, and that's what I was trying to stay yeah, away you know from because I, mean? I was like, like what I about this? Just, what about I can that? get into this bag. But I don't I've, know if when I hear, and I can't speak for others, but I don't know if when I hear um, certain other slurs if they affect. It's it's some that hurts, bro. It's some that hurts, like yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just me coming from, you know, you don't being say at the BC. Word. You don't gotta say the word, but in what community? The Jewish community. The Jewish community. Mm-hmm. Certain things people Certain, say. Yeah. Okay. okay. You feel where I'm okay. going? I was like, man, I can't get this. Yeah, yeah, like, it's cool. It's cool. I'm, I'm yeah. just honestly, I'm interested in like, I don't want to know what the word is, but I just want to mm-hmm. know like what communities and Jews will kind of it, it's it's weird with them because they have almost not the same, but they have a traumatic experience that doesn't necessarily mirror ours, but it's relatable. It's it's relatable. Right. It's definitely relatable. Right. Um now how they were dealt with after that, you know, isn't at all. Of course not. They, you know, <laughs> they, they got to just do what we of still Of course have. not. But um but yeah, so I think that, and that's interesting just to hear in that community there are words that affect them the same way. Cause yeah. I don't Cause I went to BC, man. I've I've right. seen it and I've heard it all. So it's not. I can't necessarily say we do it to each other. They do it to themselves. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. feel me? Mm-hmm. But it's like you said, the power that's behind what we say to each other. This may be a dumb question. Is are Jewish? Is that a religion or like a race? It's uh, it's a religion. It's a religion. Yeah. So now I go back to my original point then. Because who, who Because uh, you can't look at somebody and know they're Jewish. But I can look at you and know you're black. True. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's that's kinda what, what makes that a little tougher. So I tell I go back to yeah, I'll go back. I don't think there's a word that it's because I have to know you mm-hmm. to know you're Jewish. I don't know. If it's just if it's a religion, I've got no like, I have to know you to know you're Muslim. Know you to know you're Buddhist. I got you. I gotta know you to know you're atheist. I gotta know you. Right? Mm-hmm. So I said it is just you know, really interesting, man, just to kind of see that dynamic. But as far as what Kyrie is doing and going, I guess, going through. You know, Amari, start Amari Jewish. Did not know that. Yeah. It's wild. He's from Florida. <laughs> hey, man. That nigga's from, like, Florida, Florida, too. One of my, my partner's sister used to date him in high school. For real? Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. Uh, he's Jewish. That's wild. I didn't know that. I think he converted later on in life. That's even wilder. Yeah. Because, you know, I don't know so many black Jews. Think he you, did it? You, think he did it for the money? Like he thought maybe the boys. Nah, he's just he just practices the he's beliefs. Really, yeah, he really with them. Yeah, hmm. like he's deep in that shit. Man. Nah, that's that's, that's yeah. I your, just know your boy. Uh, your boy Jewish. Who that? The boy, the boy. Oh yeah, but I mean he from fucking Canada. Man. <laughs> <laughs> he all kind of wild shit, man. Don't bring Aubrey in this. Aubrey mind his the business. Boy. No, don't Aubrey mind his business, man. Yeah. All right, let's um let's, let's just get to some music, man. Some music. All right, cool. Get some man. music, man. So, so you up? It's on me. Yeah, man. All you right, up. What man. You got, let's go with uh, let's go with the Queen of the South, man. Let's hit uh, let's hit Big Lotto up, man. Big See what she Lotto. talking about, man. Hey, man. I'm just not getting on Lotto. Lotto, Lotto, man. Lotto, nasty boy. Yeah, she's talking that shit too. Look at your auntie. <laughs> <laughs> I told you about that. We, hey, bro, we need that drop, dog. Your mic. We I'm, need that drop. I'm going to find the drop, but me, I'm going to mute you if you look at me again and talk about And I was team. looking at my phone when I said that. Uh, but yeah, man, Bitch from the South by uh, Big Lotto. Say less. Let's do it. I thought 
throw that ass back to see if he gon' catch it. I ain't athletic, but it's tennis for the necklace. Hey, where that cash at? I stack it like Tetris. Real good, a bitch, real plugs and connections. First, I make a meeting till he locked y'all. Give it to him good, knock the nigga socks off. I run it up, they busy running they mouth. I'm a real ass, rich ass bitch from the south. I ain't fucking for no clout. I ain't fucking on no nigga sleeping on his pond of couch. He wanna fuck, rather sit it on his mouth. I'm a freak ass, street ass bitch from the south. Is you gon' catch it? Eat it up for breakfast. I ain't athletic on the dick, I do gymnastics. I hit up sweetie, like, what's up? I'm in the bay. The baddest bitch in MIA said, I'm good when I'm in day. Uh, I throw that ass back to see if he gon' catch it. Athletic, but it's tennis for the necklace. Hey, where that cash at? I stack it like Tetris. Real good, a bitch, real plugs and connections. First, I make a meeting till he locked y'all. Give it to him good, knock the nigga socks off. I run it up, they busy running they mouth. I'm a real ass, rich ass bitch from the south. Yeah, man. So that was Big Lotto. That was, how, how you say, is that so weedy? It's a sweetie. It said it's spelled so weedy. Sweetie. <laughs> That's all she gets. I, I feel like I'm saying like I feel like I sound like an old nigga. S- sweetie. So how, how do you say that? So weedy. So weedy. Is that so is that sweetie? How do you Sweetie. Sweetie. <laughs> That's all we get. So the A, the A is silent? A is silent. Say less. Say sweetie. Less. All right, well. Um, all right. <laughs> Once again, man, just you know, maybe I was like aggressive women. We all do, man. Do we? Nah. We all do. No. Because Monique was aggressive with Professor Ogilvy, and we ain't like that. Monique was a predator. Yeah. It's a difference. She should have been put away. <laughs> put down one or two. Put away and put down. Because the way she was after. Imagine if. Because remember the episode where um, she thought uh, she was pregnant? Remember yeah, that? yeah, 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 and yeah. Kim yeah. had gave her an old test, and that's why I came mm-hmm. back. She got Uncle. I'm not Uncle. She got Professor Ogilvy. Uh, Drunk and took that shit. And took that shit. Made right. him raw dogger. Man, they shot the club up. Oh, rapey vibes. Big bro. club too. Club Monique. That club big. <laughs> All right. So um, I'm going to my song, man. My song once again, shot man. The amphitheater. Wanna... <laughs> <laughs> Wait. All right. All right. <laughs> Man, chill. See, bro, you be trying to make me call that. Was you. you be trying to make me come I up on that hill with you, though. man. You Look, had to call Moody. I try to say reserve. You didn't have to do that. <laughs> you could just kept. I, I was introducing the song. And here you go, wilding. <laughs> I hope you shame yourself. I like amphitheaters, though, <laughs> man. <laughs> I'm not talking about this. <laughs> I'm not talking about this. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, y'all. <laughs> Help. Cause why you call Monique Coachella? All right, here we go. Coachella, Coachella. Hey, Charles, Coachella, man. Yo, Where the fuck are we at, yo, dog? That's nuts. That's nuts. All right, yo, man. I let me mute your mic. This is over with. All right, so next song on the uh, on this playlist. <laughs> We gonna take it. We gonna keep it down south, man. We gonna do it like this. <laughs> Go a uh, little boosty, man. They die in.
That shit was crazy. I gotta get that's a drop. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> double homicide. Double homicide. Speaking of double homicides, man, uh, Snowfall. Catch Shh, it. Man. We could talk about it. No spoilers. This, you know, by Let's time go, this, man. By the time this get heard, y'all should have saw it. Let's go. So everybody must go. They had a sale. It did not go the way Everything. that I said it was going to go. Where? I ain't going to hold you. I was calling a lot of that shit. The only thing that I called was... Uh, What's her name? Tanase. Tanase. Yeah. The one that was fucking Franklin. Right. I knew she was working with Man Boy. Okay. Because Man Boy kept saying, you know, man, I, I got it under control. We good. Right. We good. And I know how he operate. I remember yeah. how he uh finessed Wanda and had Wanda sucking peeping dick. in, sucking dick and getting a recipe. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> yeah. So I That's figured right. he'll use like another another woman to do his dirty work. Right? I, fuck, I fuck with Man Boy, man. But I, I think that... um. I overall, his ambitions what got him taken out, cause he wanted to be the he wanted that plug so damn bad, and that's what got him killed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's all he wanted. And that shit got his ass murdered. Can you blame him for that? Though? Of course not. Of course not. Cause niggas trying to figure out who the fuck is Frank working with that right. got him. You know what I mean? Like this. You, you know getting him for that cheap, nigga? For like, come cheap? on, man. <laughs> that you done phased out everybody. Come on, man. And you running Compton? You yeah. running Inglewood? I think. And the project? I think Man Boy underestimated Franklin simply because he knew where Franklin came from. He knew mm. that Franklin always wasn't like that. I, you know, I'm, I kind of take a different take. I don't think he underestimated him. I think he knew what Franklin was. He said that all the time. Like he mm. said, yo, it's Saint now. You know what I mean? Like he, I don't think he ever underestimated Frank. I think that he put. I think that because if you remember, Man Boy is not who got caught. Right. T got caught. T got caught. Mm-hmm. He put two and two together with her because mm-hmm. she was so desperate to get out of the situation she was in with Man Save Boy. Save her brother. Yeah, she was trying to save her brother so bad that she kind of tipped off Franklin. And you saw the moment Franklin was like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I got it. So 
Um, for those who didn't see it, man, um, you know, uh, man, boy is a body in the street. Damn, man. Hater had to be him. Hater had to be him. Khadijah is a body in the street. Damn. Them boys got two new employees. They hired Salt and Pepper. Shit, man. Hey, family reunion going to be coming up a little short this year, dog. Yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Niece going to grandma, boy. Grandma got to be sick. She going through that she shit, She going boy. through it. Grandma lost niece. Grandma, she lost granddaughter. Granddaughter. She lost daughter. Daughter and, and son. son. God damn. To the same motherfuckers. Shit, boy. Need to murder the whole family. And if Scully got a line. That's that's a family divided right there, for real. Oh, man. for sure, for sure. That is a family divided. For sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's a body in the street, man. Khadijah got killed by uh Uncle Jerome, got her up out of there. He was tired of them damn speeches. Mm-hmm. It was a triple homicide. Trip really quadruple. Don't quadruple. forget about Irene. Irene. Which oh, was, was that part of the triple? That was a triple, yeah. That was the third. That's why it was died. It was just those three. Nah, they just stabbed her fat back. Yeah. Triple dipper. Yeah, it's a little triple dipper. <laughs> little triple double. Little triple double. Fuck around, got triple double. Fuck around, got triple double. Saint around his ice cube and yeah, shit. Yeah, it's a good day. There's a good day. That's all. It's a good day. Damn. But um, but yeah, man. So, you take any uh any um credence to what Man Boy's last words were? Uh, what he say? Look me in, look me in my eyes, or nah? Just about how um, Saint don't Saint you ask Saint you think you nigga gonna turn on you? Um, uh, I didn't. When he said you think these niggas won't turn turn on you, who was he referring to? Was he talking about his team? No, he was talking about Frank's niggas. Cause he oh about, yeah, he that's what I meant by oh, when yeah, I said yeah, by yeah, his yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So was that some type of foreshadowing? Do you think that's what's going to happen? I mean, I think it's possible. That's, yeah, what, that's, that's, that's what I'm asking. That's what I'm asking you. I think it could be a setup. It could be a play for next season. Because okay. what we got? What one more episode? One episode, left? one episode left right now. Looks like it's um, it's uh, gonna be a Reed versus Kermit episode. Yeah. Um. So I I think I got I got two thoughts. One being that it could be a setup. It could mm-hmm. be a foreshadowing to next season. Mm-hmm. But my other thought was that them niggas was gonna turn there to turn. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, if they were going to turn. Because um, Uncle Jerome is shit. I, they got through the motions. Everybody's right. going, you know, Leon and Franklin, they had their little spat in the first few episodes. Uncle Jerome, he, now that he knows that who they working for, you know, they in the pocket of the CIA, he, he went through his motions. He got that shit off. Now he back, back locked in. So it could be. Our man boy just could have been buying time and just talking shit. Could have been. So, I think, and I, I think that what he said when he laid out, who but man it is, was, it is, it is some truth to it. He said, "Uncle Jerome, you out here working for your fucking nephew, Frank? You pussy whipped and blah blah blah. Mm. Leon, blah blah blah." He said, "You don't think these niggas gonna turn on you?" Right. I don't think that. I don't think that was just him talking. I think he really looked at that shit like. It's a fucked up operation. Yeah, you see what the fuck going on here? That's outside looking in. You could look at some anybody's situation and say, Yeah, but he didn't lie. In any he wasn't situation. lying. He, he wasn't lie. lying. He told the truth about every last one. He wasn't days. lying. And I mean, Leon, um, I think we could, I think we see everybody's potential downfall. Number one, it's funny. Mm-hmm. In these gangster TV shows, gangster movies, the downfall is always love, the love of a woman. That's the weak spot. You ever notice that? It's always our weak spot. That's the always. weak spot. If you ever want to come for us, come for our woman. I mean, and that's been 
since the beginning of time. Since the Adam Bible. and Eve. Yeah, Eve bit that fucking apple. Right. So, I mean. Yeah, because Adam could have <laughs> left her ass. Or kicked her ass out of Eden. Shit, man. But then he didn't get no coochie. Some Coachella. We just talked about. We won't say that no more. During the break, that's going in the repertoire, bro. During the during the break, we said we won't say Coachella. So what's up with that Coachella? I'm calling it charge again. I'm trying that. I'm trying that shit later tonight, nigga. Trying. Let's go for that Coachella. Give me another niece. Sick ass nigga, man. Sick ass nigga, man. What's wrong? What's up? All right. You know, Bro, I don't even care right. what's up. It's a ratchet episode, right? It is. Ratchetivities. It is. Speech, speech and ratchetivities, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, you catch Usher throwing Usher Bucks in the club? Usher's a fucking wild Usher's nigga. Usher's throwing Usher Bucks. That's what they call it. Usher, Usher Bucks. Bucks. <laughs> yeah, Usher Bucks in the club, man. Boys, I didn't make it rain with pictures of him. Nigga, think he nigga. Swear you, Prince Hakeem. Man, what? what? I don't know, man. Sometimes it's like. Niggas do that shit for a prank or something right. like that. But he said this nigga got up and walked the fuck out. <laughs> well, this, you know, obviously the truth always comes out later on. And apparently they knew what this was. That you this talking about the girls. Yeah, everybody knew what was going on. Like, it wasn't like a big, you know what I mean? He wasn't trying to get over. They mm-hmm. knew what he was doing. Was he promoting a video or something promoting like that? Promoting some shit. Probably, probably wasn't music video. Um, mm-hmm. And only one of the dancers was really pissed off so maybe she just wanted in on it okay you know so but obviously you know everybody truth, else got paid under the yeah. table she thought that was her payday yeah nobody really gives a fuck about the truth <laughs> fuck the truth fuck the truth your lie is hilarious she ain't in the group message yeah like, yeah, like so maybe usher wasn't wilding but it's funnier to say he was but it's been a lot of crazy stories coming out about yeah. usher since then man. i mean the craziest is that he fucking left chill with lost chili i mean after that yeah, it's it's been a it's been a roller coaster for him, uh, personally yeah. and uh I guess inside of the industry, man. That's but, a fact, man. Usher with ain't, ain't, ain't no girl said she gave he gave her herpes. You remember that? You talking about um I forgot old girl name. It wasn't a famous person. This is like a rat, a regular It was the one that actually went on T V. Yeah, said, yeah, so us gave her herpes, mm-hmm. and then everybody was like, "I know damn well Usher didn't fuck you, right?" And then yeah. now she admitted she had herpes, so she gave it to her. No, no, to no, 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 she just said she had. Herpes. Oh, she said she okay, okay, yeah, okay. she's saying I have herpes, and Usher gave it to me, and everybody man, Usher ain't fuck you. So now you take that out of the story, it's like you got herpes. Hmm. Hmm. Just let it burn, and uh, let that shit burn, bro. Summer <laughs> That's all I could say. Yeah, man. All right, man. So let's get a little serious, man. This is Tad. This is Tad. Okay. Um, so uh, there's been a lot of bullshit going on. Just typical bullshit. Uh, Lieutenant um, uh, Caron Nazario. I want to fucking say his name or something. Like that. I'm going to say Lieutenant Nazario. Caron. Um, Caron Nazario. Uh-huh. Um, he was taken with pepper spray. By officer, he this is uh, in Virginia, right? It's in Virginia. Okay, yeah. it was in uniform. In uniform, uh, was uh, pepper sprayed by an officer. Had his hands up, um, just asking for clarification on what he was being arrested for, or asked about a car. Actually, told the officer that he was afraid, and the officer told him, "Yeah, you, you should better be. be. Yeah, you should be." Mm-hmm. Um, and told him to get out of the car. Uh, you know, he kept asking. You know, they wouldn't give him an answer, so they pepper sprayed him. Right. Um, and I believe all of this was because of uh, 
a license plate that wasn't visible. Yeah, it wasn't the visible. The cops assumed yeah, yeah. that he didn't have one, but it was plastered in in the yeah, window. Yeah, like in the back of the windshield. Okay. okay. So that <laughs> that solves everything right there. Right. They not doing their fucking job. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> you know what, what was funny to me, man? Not funny, but it's curious at least. Um, the other cop seemed to be like, he, was, he seemed like he was telling... The guy who the 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 main cop, if you will, to chill out. Right. Like, yeah. You know, he was like trying he, to defuse it. You yeah, can he, tell. He, you he can was tell. Trying to because he shielded dude yeah, at shielded, one point. Yeah. Because the guy kept telling him get out of the way. Yeah. And he kept blocking like yo wait 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 wait. Right. And he kept you know what I mean. And obviously you so, I mean, and I know obviously if you're in the army, military, whatever, that doesn't make you a zip. Yeah, you're not. But to above be, the law. But to be in the military. There's something there, right? Mm-hmm. They don't just take anybody in the military, right? And you're not just riding around in uniform. You know what I mean? Like I have a brother that's in in, in, in military. I have a sister in law actually, his mm-hmm. wife as well, um, who are in in the military. So, but just being in uniform that commands a certain respect mm-hmm. because of what you do, and you shouldn't be on edge when you see someone in uniform because they have protocols the same way that you have protocols. They can lose everything. So why the fuck are you so goddamn, like, gun-ho for authority? That's what it was all about. He just wanted authority over this dude. Yeah. And that shit is fucking crazy. That's that's a fact. And it bothers me that all of this started because they didn't see the damn license plate, the temporary tag or whatever. Why the fuck do we keep paying for their mistakes that they make? That's that's <laughs> that's the million dollar question. <laughs> I saw I saw man. Someone said that um, if uh, and actually this is going to another story, um, and I mean all these honestly tie in. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, Dante Wright, um, young young kid in Minnesota. Yeah, man, was it twenty years old? Mm-hmm. Um, is killed uh, by a police officer. Not because he resisted, not because he thought he had a gun, um, but because she thought that was a taser. Oops. My bad. My bad. Shit. Damn. That was my fucking taser? Girl, Mondays. You yeah, remember that? You know what I'm saying? Damn. Um, officer, 26 years. Uh, I believe uh, was a union rep. Union rep. Uh, she taught safety protocol classes, whatever you want to call them. Shit. Decorated. So she 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 know the vibes, but didn't know. But you know, it's funny because they didn't know what. It's a lot of things they mistake for guns, right? So cell phones, yeah, hairbrushes, hairbrushes, all kind of shit. They say are guns, so I guess that makes sense. Hmm. You want to know what I think? What's up? That bitch knew that shit was a gun. Of course she knows she was doing. She knew it was a gun. She just fucked up in her statement. You know what? Uh, <laughs> yeah. She well, fucked up in her statement. And you know what what bothers me the most, and I think about this earlier, just knowing this was a topic we were gonna talk about, is how that really empower and, and this is one of those when you think about the effects that these officer these shootings cause. Like what mm-hmm. does that do to other uh, officers around the world and around well, around the country? It empowers you. Mm-hmm. I can really kill you, nigga. You know that. I can kill you. And they walk around and with I, that on their yeah, mind all like, day. I can like I can you, end it for you right because here. Because I've done this shit on camera. I've done this shit on body cam. I've done this shit in front of people. Right. I've kneeled on niggas' necks. I've done all this shit. You know, I can kill you, nigga. And mm-hmm. I'm going to get off. You know that, right? No one's going to care. 
I can kill you. I can choke you the fuck out. And I, I mean, and I know personally they like they get off on shit like that. The body cam videos oh, that yeah. may not end up with someone being dead, but just some bullshit that might happen on their beat. Like they go back, like they send that shit out to each other, like, bro, look what the fuck I did to this nigga right yeah. here, man. All I right. fucked this nigga up. Get off on that shit. And I know they do that shit yeah. personally. You know the story I just oh, told for you sure. about, yeah, right? That's a fact. Okay. It's <laughs> so, a fact. <laughs> so, bro, it's, it's they it's do just, some wild shit. So, huh? that's just an effect <laughs> of what could happen. Um, you know, there's a story, and you know, I should have came ready with it, but um, the story of a kid in, uh, I forgot what city, man, 13 year old kid got killed by police as well, um, killed by an officer. That uh, was in, was it Maryland? I think I Maryland. Say it was Maryland, man. 13 year old mm-hmm. kid. They said it had to get in the original story. No, Chicago. It was Chicago? It was Chicago. Okay. It was Chicago, actually, because um, the mayor was talking about it. Mm-hmm. And she was saying that there's no evidence that the kid shot at the police or had a gun. Oh, she boy. He was unarmed, and this is a 13 year old kid. So it's, it's just in one of the things that actually we kind of had to talk about, man, because it's funny how, not funny, but. It's just interesting how all the shit ties in, man. But um, uh, two complete strangers. That okay, yeah. the short film. Yeah, the short film on Netflix. Joey Badass. Uh, yeah, is in it, and I was wa- actually. I didn't like it. it man. You didn't like it at Tell all. Me why? It's tasteless to me. Really? It really was. It was hard to stomach seeing Joey Badass get shot like a hundred times. Mm-hmm. It really was. It's like, okay, who is this supposed to appeal to? Like, who are y'all making this movie for? Because I, I took this as almost because we know that we know that story, and the message behind it was, uh, no matter what we do, they'll still find a way to kill us. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. We know that already. We see that shit every day on TV. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So it's like, why do we need? a short film to display that to get our, whose attention are you trying to grab? Because just maybe, as much as we know it, they know that shit too. But maybe you may, but maybe you need to put that out there. Maybe you need to see it. Maybe they need to actually physically see it. They watch the news just like we watch it. Maybe right they or wrong. do, but they always find a different way. They to see, pass it. So they see the protests. Like, they I see f- the process as I well. Felt right. Like, um, sure. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I didn't take it as tasteless. I took it as, Something that needed to be out there. I felt like in this, I felt like that movie is a timestamp to me. I think that's mm-hmm. going to be something that points toward what was going on. Like when history go, you take 20 years from now, movies like that is going to really point <coughs> to what we went through, like what we were saying. Because you look at it, and he tried every single day. Mm-hmm. He woke up and tried a different way. Talked to the cop. You know what I mean? Told him everything. Remember he said, oh, this is about this is about happen. He walked down the alley. Kids running down the alley. They think he with the kids. He, he with died. the kids. He get killed. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it's actually what they did. Even the, the situation where he said, well, fuck it. I'm not even going to leave the house. I'm just staying. I'm going to stay home. I'm going to stay here. Fucked around. They got the wrong apartment. Wrong apartment. Mm-hmm. Got killed. Um, and then when you think it's a breakthrough, right? Have this whole, whole long conversation mm-hmm. with this cop. You know what I mean? Just take me home, man. He takes you to the crib. Right. You think it's over with? Bow. Okay. Kills you anyway. And I, I'm going um, to spin it. I'm going to give you a little a pushback. Mm-hmm. And this is supporting why I feel like it was tasteless. Right. A lot of the stories you just explained. Right. Him being in the wrong place at the wrong time with the kids. Mm-hmm. Him being in the apartment, not leaving. Mm-hmm. Even the first time he got killed when uh, Buddy had 
you know, it was like three or four cops on him and he couldn't breathe. Mm -hmm. These are all taken from stories that we've seen happen within like the past few years. Right. Mm -hmm. How do you think that makes the family of those people feel like knowing that there's a movie out there and kind of reliving those tragic events that their loved ones went through? I think that they deal with that no matter what. But I think if it's done in a way that's trying to spread, whether or not you say they already know or not, Mm -hmm. um, if it's done in a way that's spreading awareness, like, no, look at this shit. Because it's easy to sweep it under the rug and say, oh, oh, yeah, I saw that on the news. Okay. No, no, no. We're going to keep putting this shit in your face until you get it. And that's what I that and that's why I appreciate the film because no 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 fuck that don't turn the channel mm-hmm. turn the channel is on there too no we want you to see this shit mm-hmm. I can you know and I you know people can sit down with their friends of other races and you right. see that's what I'm saying now, you see all these different all these different now ways. hear me this mm-hmm. last week or the week before last we were talking about the Black Lives Matter movement right being somewhat. Of like ambulance chasers, right? Right. Okay. They're in it for gain for their own personal reasons, correct? Correct. But it's displayed like they care, right or wrong. When they're on TV, it's like they're fighting for the cause. Correct. What's the difference from that Black Lives Matter movement and the people that made this film? Are they not doing it for their own personal gain? We don't know what they're doing it for. We don't. We that's that's yet to be seen. We just found out about the Black Lives Matter movement and the mm-hmm. people doing what they're doing. We just found out about uh, who's was Tamir Rice's mom. Um, oh uh, yeah, yeah, that made who, that statement. Yeah, who who was in a fucked up situation? Mm-hmm. Like we just heard about this. We didn't know, and now we can react because of that. Okay, you know so time, I mean? so so time, time, tells time will all. tell. Yeah, time mm-hmm. will tell. But I felt like you know that movie. You, it's, I think it was neat. I think it was. A, I think to me it was a dope movie. Uh-huh. I think you know, put that shit out there on Front Street. Like even because it's so easy to forget. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to say that ain't got nothing to do with me. You know what I mean? But those movies should be put out. I agree that the movie should be put out, but it was just the way that this was presented. Like just seeing him, like it was just it was hard to watch. It was hard to watch, and I can't imagine. It's, it's you know, hard. being a family member of someone that died in that in that sense. Yeah, I mean, that, of course, of course. So. But even then, they see it. All, and I don't want to speak for them, obviously. But, you know, man, I look at it like this shit happens day in and day out. Of course. And the movie, to me, that movie kind of showed like almost the hopelessness that that we feel mm-hmm. because we can tell you this shit keeps happening but it's really hard to kind of speak to the hopelessness you feel kind of something me and you talked about on another episode where we talked about just the blessing of making it home every day right like literally making it home i mean you look at that uh the um yeah we talked about in virginia Who's he's in uniform. In uniform. And they still, on the way to the grocery store they probably. Still fucking with him. Right. You know, this is at night. You just trying to make in same thing. Like my man said, I'm trying to get home to my dog, bro. Mm-hmm. And see, I think they simplified it so much. It's like, yo, listen, I'm just trying to make it home to my fucking dog. You wanna know what else was corny about that shit? <laughs> I'm, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to bash it, bro. Yeah. I'm not trying to bash I fuck with Joey Badass. Right. The last time he was killed, right? Yeah. When he was trying to oh, run. The Africa, run, shit, the yeah. Africa blood was, spill. Was, I was, was like, what the was, fuck yeah. are they doing? That was, <laughs> that was, that was, 
That was a lot. But I, I think, had to rewind it. I was like, I know they didn't do this shit, man. Right, yeah. But I, I think that to me, man, I thought that um, that was a lot. <laughs> what the but fuck? But I also is I appreciate it? what they're doing, man. Because I appreciate. Yeah, what no, they no, they're making the attempt. You know, you because, have to respect that. Yeah, you have because, to respect. You know, we it. can't just. You know, we we have to keep as as tough as it is. We got to keep trying. We got to keep putting it out there. We, we got to keep trying. We have to. And that's a different. And to me, that was a different take on putting it out there. Now we can Ooh, yell. We could scream, that be what run. the movie represented? Just keep trying. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about that. But, but um, just but find a is, way. <laughs> but my thing is, I'm not you know trying to champion this movie as the uh, best uh, film. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, or, or some culture defining moment. Mm-hmm. I'm not. But what I do, and maybe it's my personality of, I find a positive in shit. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Maybe oh, that's yeah. just my personality of, of that's just me. Like I'm not, you know what I mean. I'm, not, I'm fuck all. You know what I mean. Like I'm gonna find the positive in this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Like what can this do? You know what I mean. Because obviously the negative is gonna be what's gonna be, but I can't focus. Then the thing is, is then if we shoot down everything that people do to bring awareness about shit, then fuck. Then why even do it? Yeah. You know. Well, we put no, this, you still support. You know but at mean? the same time, you're gonna have your own opinion. Right and yeah, so you mm-hmm. know, so that's the thing for me is I just don't want it to become a situation where was it was it Oscar nominated or something? Did I see that? I don't know. I thought it was new. I thought it, uh, I, I thought know. I saw something in like the um, I guess the um, and it might be like one of was it Sundance shit or Sundance. It, it could have been one of those awards or something. Yeah, it, like it, it could have been. Um, but like I said, I, to me, just watching it, man. Um, because even you think about a guy, you even Joey Badass, how tough that had to be to do that shit. Right. And knowing, you know what I mean, like what you know, what it represented. Even the scene where like they kinda do like the fly over and you see all the names of the people on the building. On the credits. Yeah, and everything. no, not in the credit on the building before it even got to that point. There's a part where it's like a flyover. He's in the car talking to the cop and then they like it's a building. You got all these people's names. It's right. I where mi- yeah, to, I miss I miss yeah, that. Yeah, you got like Sandra Sandra Bland and Sophia okay. Rice and all these people's names like on this building. Yeah. And you see it. You know, then at the end, they do got a, a part and then with the credits, the credits. They, they're talking about it too. So anything that brings awareness, I'm with, man. Mm-hmm. Anything that brings awareness, I'm with. You know what I mean? And I'm not, again, I'm not going to shoot down because in doing that, you, you in doing that, you kind of maybe stop. You kind of yeah, handicapping you, yourself. You're handcuffing yourself in a sense. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you're almost doing what they want you to do. Exactly. Like, man, put that shit up, man. We want to see that shit. Right. But here's the thing. I'm going to ask this again. We know this, right? We're going to support it. Maybe it's not for us. We can't, assume, we can't assume that just because it's dealing with No, our, this is me asking questions at this yeah, point, mm-hmm. right? We're going to support it. Mm-hmm. Okay. We know what it's about. Mm-hmm. But just like with anything else that they see, if they don't want to watch it, they're just going to turn the TV, cool. right or wrong. When it's on the news, I don't, cool. don't want to see that shit. Maybe. Maybe. They not gonna really so Netflix. I'm not clicking on that shit. Maybe, but it's there. You right. You know what I'm saying? So do we give up and say fuck it? Cause they ain't gonna watch no, it. No, no, I'm not saying that. You never want to give up, but because it's, you, I, I look at it. Okay, let, so let's take what you're saying mm-hmm. and let's go to people marching and rioting and all that, and then somebody else gets killed. Do they say, well, fuck it? We did all this marching mm-hmm. and rioting. Met, met perfect example. The kid who, uh, the kid, um, I forgot where he was at. The uh, kid who was running around with the uh, with the assault rifle, he was shooting people at a protest in Wisconsin. Yeah, nothing mm-hmm. happened to the kid, right? Right. So then people said, "Well, fuck, we marching here for the shit, and you still 
kill us here. You still shoot us here. Nobody gives a fuck. So fuck it. Why should we do it? Mm-hmm. Because y'all don't give a fuck. Right. So fuck it. That's what we should No, say. no, 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 no. So, I didn't say fucking. I'm asking questions. I'm asking. But I'm giving you the same pussy. I'm asking you. Like, so, no, no. What you're saying is, what you, what you ask me is. You can't well, you answer know, my question with yes, a question, I nigga. Yes, I can. <laughs> yes, I can. Um, I'm not. I'm answered your question. I'm just asking you a question back. Mm-hmm. And the question back is so. And I say no. Because, you don't give up. You don't give up. You keep. But you keep trying kinda, to find a way. That's kind of what you're saying. Cause they try to find a way. You say, well, they ain't gonna watch that shit. Oh, no, I'm no, I'm saying we're gonna support it. But at the same time, we've seen this play before. Exactly. But that's what I'm saying. But, but this I'm not is saying them. give up. But so, but you, but we still kinda, gonna show up. But yeah, yeah. It's in a sense you're kind of contradicting what you're saying. Cause on one hand you're saying. No, don't give up. But two, you're saying they're not going to watch it anyway. So, what's the point? No, I'm not saying what's the point. I'm being a realist. I've seen this play out on on many situations. But and that's what I'm saying. So, as you said, <laughs> you're being a realist. What you're saying is, in being a realist, they're not going to watch that shit anyway. Yeah, they're not. So then, the result of that is, then why do it? That's the next thing that comes from that. Because you still you're, have to find a way. You still so have then to find no a way. Point even saying they're not going to watch it. Maybe, maybe this movie isn't the way, right? So what's right the or wrong? Figure ah, it out. Come up ah, with the formula. No, nah, no. Nah, nah. Figure it out. You got to present. Figure it out. That's one of the. That's one of the favorite. You know. Figure what? it out. You know, when you get older, you look at like all the lessons your pops and well, your parents teach you, right? And I remember, I never forget this shit. My pops always taught me produce, present solution based. Mm-hmm. Issues. No, 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 no. You may not have the answer now, but you'll figure it out. But no, but that's my thing. So my thing is always so. It, so I grew up with that notion. So if I'm going to shoot something down, mm. I damn well better have an answer for it. If I'm gonna say that's not working because of this, and I better have a way it's going to work. If I don't have a way it's going to work, mm-hmm. I ain't got shit to say. And that was because he didn't. The point being was that if I and, I, and the example was as a kid, you know, okay. I don't know. Um, I'm whining about some shit. He said, okay, what you gonna do about it? Well, I don't know. Well, until you figure out what you gonna do about it, don't come to me with that shit. Don't come to me, don't present me this, with this this problem. Is what, this, is what I, this is what I'm gonna do about it. I'm still gonna support. Okay. That's my answer. But you can't. No, nah, no, nah, ain't no buzz. I no, gave no, you no, my no, answer. No, 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 hear, no, hear me, hear me out. Hear me out, <laughs> I think this is a good conversation. Okay. I think, you're, I think you're not, I think there are many people that view it from the same viewpoint you do. Mm-hmm. And many people view it from mine. I'm saying either one of us are right or wrong. Right, yeah, no, but, no. Um, but what I'm saying is, so... If you do, you can't because you're telling me you support it, but in the same breath you're saying nobody's going to watch it. No, I say we're going to support it. But we're you, but, we're going to support it. But that's that's kind of you don't feel like that's kind of halfway support to say that eh, we're going to yeah we're going to support it, but ain't nobody going to watch that shit. Um, I don't I don't think it's halfway support. I don't. Okay. Um, I don't. Okay. Because it's still out there, right? It's for them to see. It's at it's at their it's but, at their leisure to watch it right or wrong. But okay, okay, right, correct. Well, so once it's out there, it's up to it's up to them. But at the same time, it's like ah, uh, so I know who I know who gonna support it, and I know who not gonna support. That's kind of so, like with what so, we do. Let me and, get this and, off. And, and, yeah, go ahead. That's kind of like what we deal with. Mm-hmm. You know, with the podcast. You know, when we put it out there, we expect for certain people to listen to it. But at the same time. We know where we're going to get our support from, and we we know where we're not going to get our support from. Right. But that doesn't stop us from putting it out. Right. But so that's not us halfway doing it. That's just what well, we expect. But here's the thing, though, is if that person who would be supporting 
or let's say the person who we want, who we think needs to see uh-huh. this, right? If we the per the people we think need to see this movie. Mm-hmm. Let's say they listen to this podcast. Okay. And they hear you say, I ain't, I ain't gonna fucking I ain't gonna fucking watch it anyway. When sentence do I have to go watch it? No, I still said support it. No, you said we're gonna support it. You said they ain't gonna watch it. That's what you said. You said yeah, they ain't gonna okay. watch it. All right, all right, all right. So all right, if that right, person's right, listening right, to this all right, podcast, all right, and they're they, 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 right, say, okay, right. maybe I should know so they're hearing. All right. You know, maybe I should watch this. You right. And then you turn around and say, Well, I ain't gonna fucking watch it. Why would I? You right. Fuck it, I ain't gonna watch it. You right. So and, and, and I'm not. I'm not right. I want to make that clear. No, I'm Nick, not right. No, you right. No, that, no, that's I, a but, that's a valid point. But my my and that's my only thing is that I think that we gotta really be careful in these situations mm-hmm. on just saying, yeah, we gonna fuck with it, but them niggas ain't. And maybe we feel that way. Because honestly, a lot of a part of me feels <laughs> oh, like time out, time out. Why they got the Usher buck on TV? That's wild. <laughs> Why they got the Usher buck on TV? <laughs> That's wild. But um, <laughs> Go ahead. but yeah, like um, mm. we uh, oh, I lost my point there. But yeah, so we um, look at the shit like yeah, and, and part of me feels the same way you feel. A part mm-hmm. of me feels like man, motherfuckers. Half of the motherfuckers probably won't. Right, but. I still want to encourage those few that will to do it because they is going to literally be a little bit at a time. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be in mass because it was going to be in mass over the half of my now. It takes a few at a time, but shit like this. And again, I want to you know I want to keep prefaces by saying this ain't some damn gen, you know generational film. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't the best acting. It wasn't you know what I mean? But I think that it's a powerful piece to the puzzle. Mm. Something small, something I said 20 years from now can be pointed to, mm-hmm. you know, as something that maybe just helps. Even though it was a little push. A push. A okay. little push. Okay. But if I come in immediately saying, yeah, we going to watch it, but they not. And the person who. Now, see, the difference with that is. The reason that I can I can say that is because of what side I sit on. But at the same time. Just seeing how it's how it's played out within my life personally, and how it's played out on how they portrayed in the news, you get right. what I'm saying, right? And not only that, I gave it a chance. Yeah. I actually sat back and I watched it. Now, if I was on some on some hate and shit, like man, I ain't I ain't about to watch this bullshit. Mm-hmm. Then we got a case, but I'm actually giving my support, giving it a chance, and from what I took from it, it just didn't sit well with me. How how played out, how it's portrayed, how it was shot, and all of that. Right, you get what I'm saying. And I said it, and I and I don't want it to seem like I'm like saying you shouldn't express your opinion on the film. Right, right, because you're like, no, that's a different, cool. But my point is just that again, in these situations, just being responsible. Yeah, the, mm. the responsible thing for me is I'm gonna say, man, I'm because I never said this movie was great. I never said this movie was wonderful, whatever, but. If I'm going to come out and say that this shit, you know, this film isn't the best way to go. If I'm going to say that, mm-hmm. then I'm going to follow that with what I feel like is the best way to go. Shoot it differently. Okay. Shoot, Shoot it differently. So how do you, so, so now we, now we get some, now we go. Okay. Now we rolling. So, All right. so how, so how, how, how was you? Now you want me story? to be the film director. Yeah, yeah, All right. Now you see, want me to be the film director. Hell yeah. Let's go. Let's go. I want that. How, how are you telling the story? Okay. I, okay. I'll put it this way. 
how are you telling the story that's going to that's going to make it appeal or make the people who the story is really shot for mm-hmm. watch it? Um, first they should have had a little nipple action in the beginning. Come what on, let's be serious. <laughs> I'm gonna be serious. I had to get that off, but no. Um, I want to say after after what scene was that? The first one when he died mm-hmm. when um. He said, I can't, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. That kind of set the tone. So I was like, all right, where is this going? When I saw that it was going into that whole Groundhog Day loop, I was like, ah. But with the title, it was like, what was the title? Two Perfect Strangers or something like mm-hmm. that. I feel like it should have took more of an approach of, like, the cop's point of view or something like that, of his interaction and how he sees the interaction with, like, a young black male or whatever, what's going through his mind when he, when he encounters, you know, someone like you or me, Mm -hmm. that would have been a dope view. Okay. To kind of get both perspectives. Mm -hmm. How you feel? No, I like, I like it. I mean, like like I said, I don't, you know, I, I I just want to hear how you would, again, and that's why I asked a question on, you know, what would you have done Mm -hmm. to shoot? Because I do think that, Telling it from the cop's point of view would have been something that helped, you know, maybe move the story Tell forward. the story. But the only question I have mm-hmm. with that, the only question is, and I don't know who who created this film. I don't know this person. But if they're only telling it from one point of view, if they don't really know. Well, because we can all we can all speak to this. We've all been, I think if we lined and up. And this, I don't know how true this is, but this is. From what someone told me earlier today, this was shot by uh, two white guys. Okay. So you don't think they've never had interactions where... I think that if it's shot by two white guys, the last thing they want to do is try to tell that from the police point of view. Because how's that going to be received? In that that point of view, it's being looked at as their champion, the cop. Like, they're trying to, like, be like, yeah, yeah, I know this is bad, but look. And we got to be real. That's where people will take it. That's where people will immediately like... Like damn, like you trying to uh, you trying to cater for the cops? And, and no, nah, and this is not me shooting bail for them, but I mean, like you said, it's two sides to a story. Who it's, tells their story? Though? It's always, I mean, whoever is is brash and bold enough to do it. Yeah, somebody got to stand up and do it. Mm. Somebody got to be willing to take that kickback. But it's just not a battle that I see a lot of people being. And that and that fight. you know that point of view isn't necessarily to champion the cop, but at the same time, it kind of gives more of a I guess more of a storyline versus just repeating this dude. Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. But I think that in selling this movie, and I know what you're saying, I mm. do. I really do. I'm just looking at like, oh, if it's two white guys who made this film, if they then immediately think just how you said they're not gonna like, you know, other people aren't, aren't gonna watch it. Mm-hmm. Imagine if we watch in a film where that happens, and then boom, it goes to the cops' point of view. Mm-hmm. Do you want to see that shit? Do you really want, like, honestly, do you want to watch? I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch it. You re- so you re- I'm so going to watch it. You really want to see from the cops' point of view. You honestly, what do you think about this? If it shifts to a cops' point of view uh-huh. and what he's thinking about, because we don't know what he's thinking about. Right. So this is all going to be assumptions. True. You know what I mean? So now it's going to, we're putting the story in the cops' head of what he's thinking. I'm gonna watch it. I don't know. I'm gonna watch it. I think that shit. I'm gonna watch it. I think and, and not <laughs> to shift to a, and to get to kind of another topic with it, Derek. Uh, Derek uh, Shaven, 
Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, the testimony and literally what what his attorney is trying to present. You know, that um, attorney is what? his head is spinning right now. Man. I mean, yeah, but I've never seen that much backpedaling in my life. Man. But the story he's trying to present is literally what a movie showing from a cop's point of view would be. It's okay. literally the same concept. Okay. It's, you know, all the people are around, all the people around, he felt threatened, he was scared, he was nervous, he didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. It's just so much going on, you know, and all of us like, man, shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Well, I don't know what I'm trying to hear that. It's literally the same. I can see, see yeah, 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 I can like, see, so I can see that how that plays that film, out. It's just the same thing. It's I can see same, how that it's plays out. It's the same out. concept to me, in my opinion. It's the same shit. We're going to look at it like, man, get the fuck out of here. Like, no, you knew what you were doing. Right. You kneeled on that man's neck. You 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 pulled that gun out. You called it a taser. You pulled that fucking gun out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You knew that you you told that man to get his registration out, and you knew his little girl was in the back seat of that car. Right? This man sells cigarettes here every day. You knew what time it was. You had interactions with this man. Mm-hmm. You killed him. They told you that boy wasn't damn dangerous. You got mad because he wouldn't stop when you walking down the street. Mm-hmm. They told you he took some from the convenience store. He had no weapon on him. Still. So then the question becomes, what's next? Right. You know what I mean? So, and that's the thing for me. It's just, it's what's next. And to pivot off of that film and just back to this whole totality of what this conversation is. What do you do? What can you do? Keep trying. Us as people, what can we do? We keep trying. But what do we, we try? Try. I agree with you. I agree with you. I'm just asking as um, someone who doesn't know, because I don't know what to do. I honestly, I, I still don't I know. know. I honestly don't know. Okay, so but we can't give up. We just no, can't. We, can. we can't right. give in. You so, know what I'm so what? So what are you? What? What are you doing? Um, what, what are you doing? That just and this is me asking. It's not me. You know, it's me asking. Like, what are you doing to kind of get you through on a daily basis? What? What change? Have you made changes? Are you making changes? Are you educating people around? Like, what do you, what do you, like, just how you, first and foremost, um, and I know people hear this a lot, Mm -hmm. but know your rights. You'd be surprised how many motherfuckers around here walking around that don't know what they're allowed to do and what they're not allowed to do when it comes to like law enforcement and things like that. So you learn their lingo. Okay. Because they'll try to finesse you. Talk to you certain type of ways or whatever, and next thing you know, you in the back of a squad car. You like, what the fuck just happened? Learn their lingo. Mm-hmm. Um, something I was also taught, um, and this isn't necessarily saying that your interaction with them is going to be pleasant, but it's just certain ways how you protect yourself when they're approaching your car. If you pull it over, put all your windows down. Mm. You know, just let them know, okay. You have you of the car inside. You know it's nobody in the back seat. <laughs> it's just me in so here. So what do you say? And I agree with you, but what mm-hmm. do you say to those people who say, why do I have to do that? Um, Is it something just saying, like, do you want to live or do you want your pride? Do you at, think it's a pride thing? At this point, yeah, I mean, it's pride because some some people feel like I shouldn't have to do that. But at the same time, they shouldn't be killing us, but they're doing That's it. Fair. That's you fair. feel me? Yeah. So at this point, it's just survival. Yeah, so it's so it's a survival, the same way we, so what you're saying is the same way we we do everything else to survive, mm-hmm. the same way we don't go down that street after a certain time, the same right. way we don't, you know, what I mean, and this, I mean, we got we got 
codes that we follow when it don't come to police officers. Right, and that's where I'm going. Okay. So those same codes you feel like should be applied when we're dealing with cops. Of course. Fair. Of course. I agree. I agree. And 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 I wanted to get to that. You know, I wanted to kind of really pull it, you know, and see where you're really taking it. Cause, I mean, I agree with you first and foremost on that. Mm-hmm. Um, just some shit. You know, I mean, it's almost, you know, when you in school, right, you, you got that one kid kind of wilding out of class, and they were like, bro, just chill. Right. Like, you ain't got it. Like, it's, I, we feel you. Like, just chill, though. Because mm-hmm. you're going to make this shit worse than it got to be. Like, you about to get a spell. You about to get whatever. You ain't got to do that, bro. Just chill. Or you playing ball, right? You in the game, and a nigga about to fight. Like, bro, just. Right. I know. I know. I feel you. But that pride, and I mean, and even though we say it's pride, to be honest, for some of us and a lot of us, that's all we got. It's our pride. It's our pride. True. So then it's it's hard to, to tell people. You know what I'm saying? Like, and again, I want to keep saying I do agree with you on that. Like, mm-hmm. there are certain things that I was taught to do when it comes to police on how to deal with them. Right. You know what I mean? Just because you got to deal with them, and it's a survival tactic. But I don't think it's reached a point yet, and I think it should, that it's looked at as a survival tactic. Not yet. They don't think of it the same way. Because I think if we apply the same codes that we that we do just moving you know what I mean? When we out and about in the mm-hmm. streets, whatever. If we apply those same that same street logic to dealing with the folks. Mm-hmm. Maybe. But it's not guaranteed. It's not. No, yeah, it's never guaranteed. But life ain't guaranteed. Exactly. Even when you're dealing with other shit. Exactly. You're dealing <laughs> with just use you know what I'm saying? Like you can get robbed no matter what you do. Right. You could take every precaution. You know, I sit up here and preach about, you know, we need you know, y'all need, you know, invest in weapons and all that shit. You can have it on you and still lose your life. Right. Be that. <laughs> believe that you can all you know what I'm saying so it's just but I think that's an interesting point how, how do you feel about this point um making yourself accessible for them to harass you making yourself an easy target uh riding around with a suspended license I think there's something to that no registration things and, like that and when you hear when you watch and see a lot of the posts I think if you um Read the uh, one thing I do is I, I read the comments sometimes, you know. Okay, the WTOC post something um, that's a nasty, nasty place to section. be. Man. That comment section is nasty, man. And um, you know, the comment is always that, well, why the fuck is your license suspended? Mm-hmm. Why the fuck, you know what I mean? It's like, why this, why that? If you know, if you just would have did this, he would have left you alone. Mm-hmm. Now we know that not to be true. We know they just found something else. But that's 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 at the base level. If they don't find anything, right? Then what? You want to <laughs> you want to hear a crazy story? Mm-hmm. This happened years back with me. Um, I want to say my tag my tag was out of date. It mm-hmm. was the end of November, and my birthday is early November, so I got pulled over, and this was a. Uh, when I was working like a night shift at a job. So I got pulled over three o'clock in the afternoon on the, on the way to work. Right. Mm-hmm. Gave me a citation. Cool. Mm-hmm. So I said, well, sir, you know, if I get pulled over again tonight, I'm on the way to work. Like, what should I do? He was like, just show him the citation. Tell him we already wrote you up for it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, cool. Sure enough. I'm getting off of work. What happens? Pulled over. Get pulled over. Right. The lady cop. We over here in Port Wentworth. P-Dub pulls me over. So she said, well, do you know why I'm pulling you over? I said, yeah, you know, my tag is out of date. She was like, okay. And I said, well, I got pulled over earlier. Here's a citation. He just told me to show you this. 
she was like, well, where are you coming from? I was like, you know, I work. I'm uh, at Georgia Ports or whatever. So I'm headed home. So she was like, okay, cool. Well, uh, what did I see you just throw out of your car? And I was like, say what? Right. She was like, you just threw something out of your car. And I was like, well, ma'am, if you saw me throw something in my car, let's go and walk and, and pick it up. Right. And, and, and so she got shook because she wasn't expecting that answer. Right. So she froze and she was like, well, I'll be back. Right. She went to the car. Another squad car pulled up. So I already knew it was shit was about to go down. Right. She walks back. Like I said, like five minutes later, she was like, well, okay, well, you just go ahead and go home. Right. So they were sitting there. What should we do? What you yeah. want to do? Mm-hmm. So, man, like you said, you got, you, you know, that's, that's true. If they don't find one thing, they're going to look for something else. That's a fact. But you just have to know what and your certain, rights are, man. Yeah. Like, and certain things are trigger points, man. Imagine if you wasn't as level-headed. Mm-hmm. When she asked, I ain't threw no fucking shit out of my car. Yeah, like, you know that's, what I mean? like, that's the reaction because, she was because expecting. Get, because you get triggered because they ask, like, what the fuck? Like, I ain't threw right. man. Here y'all go with that bullshit. Mm-hmm. I ain't, you know, I don't know nothing about that shit, cuz. Like, you snap, right? But the you thing feel, is, yeah. when I got pulled over the first time, I was asking him questions. Like, right. okay, what should I do if I'm in one of these situations? And he yeah. gave me the play. Right. So that's what we have to do, man. We have to speak their lingo. We have to be comfortable around them at that. And... Let a little bit of that pride go, man, because at the end of the day, it's survival. So, yeah, I agree with you. I think it's still going to be a lot of folks who are going to give the kickback. A lot of people hear this and mm-hmm. say, we shouldn't have to do that. And to those people, I say I agree with you. Right. But I also say to those people, and I'll say to those people, first of all, I'll say your life is more important than your pride. But I also would say... There, there is a, um, and I think about like my uncles, right, mm-hmm. and and my pops, um, and even my aunts. I don't want to just limit it to that. Um, that have seen things done that stripped our pride away, right? Like that's been common. So as a black person, you care like like we carry our pride a certain way because it's been stripped from us so many different times mm-hmm. that. Maybe there's a trigger in there that kind of is like, yo, you're not going to do this to me. Of course. And then, so it's hard to allow that, what you said, it's, it's hard to kind of be in It's hard zone. to mask it. Yeah, it's hard sense. to mask it. Like, you're not going to do, you're not going to, I didn't do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. You're not going to do this to me. I'm not going to let you do this to me. And then you go from there. So it's tough, man. I mean, it's, it's, it's a, tough, but it's like... <sighs> I, I, it's it's kind of like finding that balance. It's always a balance. Mm-hmm. Um, and I agree with you, man. It's definitely a balance there. It's just, it, it's, it's hard. I don't have any kids. Um, you know, you have a daughter. Um, I have nephews and I think about that sometimes. Like that conversation, like, you know, how's my sister and my brother kind of having that conversation with me? Right. Are they having that conversation with them? You know and, what I mean? And there was you a know? situation with my daughter in the car. Mm, yeah. And you that know. shit still has me fucked up to yeah. this day. You know what I mean? And I've been in a situation. It was funny, man. Last weekend, um, HR was in town. Uh, HR. That's why that's why come to work. That's why didn't come to work Sunday. That's why he got quiet. Yeah, that's why he got quiet, nigga. So we we went out or whatever, man, and we walking back up toward um toward City Market, and there's this black dude outside of a pickup truck. Okay. Um, and there's a white cop out there. 
So I heard the I heard the black dude kind of talking to him. He was like, "Man, I know, man, I got a right to remain silent. I ain't got nothing to say to you." But the black dude is trying to get into his truck, mm-hmm. and every time he tries, like the cop is blocking him, and he's like closing the door every time the black guy tries it. So the black guy like walks around to the other side of the car, and he follows him around. He's like almost like sliding mm-hmm. across, like playing defense, like blocking him. Mm-hmm. And it was just weird. Not weird. What well, was weird? Because some people were just kind of stopping. Phones out, just recording. And just recording, waiting for something to go just down. waiting for something to happen. And it, it, it goes past what used to be 10 years ago, a world star moment, to almost these phones you think can be in protection. Right. You know? Like, okay, if I bring this phone out, at least I can do my part to help. Mm-hmm. Now, we know that doesn't matter either. But I want you to do that. Do everything you can. I can't me. give people that much credit, though. I Sometimes can't. people just want shit in their phone, though. I can because of what I heard people saying. Oh, at, at like, that I, moment? Yeah, I could hear people saying, like, oh, yeah, like, nah, like people were stopping. Like, oh, now, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. What's he doing to him? Like, that. I think we're past that, honestly. I think the majority of people are past that ignorant phase. I think we've, I think we've grown from that. I can definitely say that. Because, I mean, it's, you got ignorant people, but I don't think people want... To see someone get killed and have it in their phone, I just don't. I don't believe that as a. Obviously, you got some sick people out there, but I don't believe we've had a, that conversation yeah. about some of the shit that sick people do. Right, I just I think mean, that it's not a majority. I don't. And again, for what, and even just walking through and hearing people talking, like what people are saying, I put it to you like this: When uh, Kobe died, right, and the pictures that were being passed around. Right, but so I think that was a different situation. It, I mean, but it's just sick people that, out here. Yeah, like, yeah, that's, I mean, that's yeah, what I'm talking that, yeah, about. Yeah, I never denied that. Yeah. I never denied that. But I think as a whole, and again, it's like I said, for what I'm just hearing people saying when we're walking by, mm-hmm. people pulling their phones out. It's like, yo, no, no, hold on, hold on, no, we can't just leave him here. Like that's what people. That's this is the predominant theme of that I'm getting. Now, obviously, you hear you get people. I mean, you know, especially you, you're in California, in LA, right. A, a helicopter uh, crashes. Oh, this could be Kobe. And then you you get those sick people who want to do certain shit mm-hmm. and, and put certain shit out there. Um, but even then, I think you know a lot of people don't even really. I think a, I think the majority of even those people regret what they did. Cause I think in the moment they didn't realize what they were doing. Um, it's the same as the people who were putting out RPDMX last week. Mm-hmm. They didn't really they didn't know, know what they were doing. They were just, I mean, they thought that, oh shit, DMX passed. Oh shit, Kobe passed. You Do they regret mean? it because, you know, they lost maybe their job? Some maybe. Maybe isolated from certain crowds and things like that? Or Some, are they genuinely like, fuck, why did I? I think it's a mix. I think it's, it's a mix. I, of I think a, it depends on two. the person. I think that some regret, you know, losing their job, but I think they can also regret it because they were caught up in a moment and made mm-hmm. a, a bad decision in the heat of the moment. And in the heat of that moment, you know, you got to kind of give people a little bit of that grace of heat of the moment, you did something wrong. Now, you still got to deal with the consequences of what you did. Right. But I do understand doing shit because I've done shit in the heat of the moment, you know, that I regret. We all have. After. Like after somebody explains to me what I did, I'm like, oh fuck, I didn't mean I, yeah. that, that wasn't where I was taking that. Like this is what I was doing. Okay, I hear you, but this is what you did. Mm-hmm. You tell me what from your viewpoint what you thought, but this is really what happened. 
and you didn't see that. You didn't see the broader picture in that moment. Yeah. And that's okay. Now, once again, you got to deal with them consequences. But we still live in a world where we have to give people credit for being dumb. Yeah, you get, you get that too, obviously. Like, that's always going to be a thing. Mm. But again, you know, my first thought as a human who's not perfect is I'm going to give you that. Now, if it's proven otherwise, cool. Cool. But I'm, I, I'm, I don't live in a space to where I feel comfortable just judging what people did. Like, no, nigga, you stupid. Now, right. I don't do that. Like I asked, like, bro, what were you doing? Like, what, what, literally, like, I what was going through your mind. Yeah, I don't know what was you walk thinking me through it. Happened. Exactly, walk me through your thought process because that's when uh, we talked about this on the on the um, on the pod uh, a prior episode. Just those teachable moments uh-huh. because we don't advance not only as a people, just as a as a human race, we don't advance when we just kind of constantly just shoot motherfuckers down for shit they do mm-hmm. and not use that moment to teach. Now, to your point, you got some people who don't give a fuck about none of that. Right. Fair. But we gonna get, I'm going to give you that first. And if after that it's still some ignorant shit, okay, cool. We can deal with that too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So so let's get to some music, man. This shit always get heavy as hell. Shit gets deep. She gets deep, <laughs> man. She gets deep, man. She gets deep. So let's... uh. It's on you? Yeah, it's on you. I don't know. I'll go, though. It's on you. I want okay. To All right. Now, uh, oh, hell no. I, I like this one right here, man. This, uh, you know who Ruby Rose is? I do not <laughs> know any of these young representatives. <laughs> find out the date is what we do, so we do the segment. Yeah, for. man. Yeah, but, uh, yes. appreciation. I thought she was just one of those IG chicks, man, but she out here flowing for real, man. She 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 another one that talk her shit. So uh we're gonna get into her her song, He and His Feelings. <laughs> I don't like this already. Hey Romo, you crazy. He and his feelings, he called me to tell me it's over again. I 
like that record, man. I think I heard that before, man. She aggressive enough? Yeah, she, I don't like the way she be talking, though. <laughs> I don't be liking that. She aggressive, but she a little disrespectful. Mm-hmm. I don't like that shit, man. What you got, though, man? What you um, got cooking? Well, when, you, when we say ratchet, man, I go a lot of different places, man. But, you know what I mean? Also, I, I kind of just like, when I think ratchet, man, just shaking that ass. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Watching women shake that ass. You know, so I'm going to do it like this, man. I'm going to go uh, go holler at Flocka, man. Okay. Go holler at Flocka, man. <laughs> do a round of applause, man. Let's go. go. Great selection, man. Yeah, man. We, we getting a little, <laughs> that you know. That was great. We get them, man. We starting to, you know. Man, I don't like the way Ruby was talking to us, man. That's that? Ruby. Ruby. Yeah. I got something else for you. Yeah. We didn't get the drop at, at all, man. Ooh. Give me some more flavor. There you go, right there. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> one again, goddammit. Ooh. Give me some more flavor. Loose neck Earl. Snuff old Lucy. <laughs> Enough of Lucy, man. So, uh, um, let's get back into um, something that uh, I think is near and dear to your heart. Um, the head coach of North Carolina, that's your boys, right? Okay, that Carolina blue. Yeah, man. Tar Heels. Dirty Foots. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the dirty foots. Ram it up, ram up. Yes, yeah, man. Um, Hubert Davis, uh, the new head coach for the North Carolina Tar Heels, he had his press conference. When was that? Last week, I believe. Uh, yep. And uh, it was a moving speech that he had in play. He was talking about uh, the history at North Carolina and being one of the few black coaches to represent that university. And Only. At ba- huh? Only. Uh, in basketball. Oh, I'm gotcha, gotcha, the whole pro- gotcha. I'm, I'm talking sorry, about, I'm sorry. Okay. yeah, the whole university. Uh, yeah, but in the basketball program, yeah, he's the only black head coach, which is monumental. And uh, as he was going along with the speech, he talked about being proud to be a black man. But then he got into his bag and said he's also proud of his wife, who is actually white. I think he said uh, he's proud of having a white wife. I can't remember how he phrased it, but... Why you? Why you keep? Cause it's a joke. But go ahead. <laughs> What's the joke? What's the joke? Nothing. Go ahead. You sure? Mm-hmm. Okay. I got nothing. Go ahead. All right. Cool. 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 But no, I think he dropped the ball with this. I think um, he kind of strayed away from the cue cards and just <laughs> started talking on the fly. Yeah. In a sense, and he slipped up. I don't think. I think he just worded it wrong. I'm still gonna give him slack. For saying that. Because that's your head coach. No, that's not my head coach. That's Jerry Stackhouse is my head coach. No, Kevin Hart. <laughs> Roy Williams is my head coach. Put oh, it like Jesus. that. <laughs> Put it like that. Oh, but nah. But nah, man. He he definitely was was in the wrong for that. I mean, yeah, you are supposed to be proud of your wife, but at the same time, you made it seem like you're only proud of her because she is Caucasian. Mm. And we can't let that fly. Dr. Umar is not having it. Yeah, we, we can't. I don't care who you the head coach of. We ain't letting that rock. Um, but what do you, how do you I, feel about it? I don't know if you remember when me kind of talked about it, and I told you I wanted, uh, and I'm not even a, a North Carolina fan, but. You're talking about Stackhouse. Yeah, I want to stack. That's who I, we all I, want. I want to stack and she. Um, stack already is a head coach at Vanderbilt, you mm-hmm. know, and would have been to me, that to me, that's a slam dunk hire. Right. Now, um, one thing I didn't, look at when I first said that, but I started thinking about later on was what a lot of these bigger programs have done. And that is you, you go back, you get this black coach. He cleans up the mess that you made. Cause Rory got some shit. Oh yeah. Rory. These niggas ain't transferring out for nothing. Shit. You that first, I mean? um, national championship that he won with Ray Felton. Rashad McCann. Rashad McCann. Rashad said the boys had him. You know, he wasn't doing May, shit. Sean May. Marvin Williams. All ass. of them. All of them was bumming like, the league. Them niggas was not going to class. The classes mm-hmm. that they were going to was bullshit. Um, even they with created, this, I think if the story, I got a story right, they created classes strictly for them. For them, right. That weren't real classes. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, Roy Roy got a shit list, man. But Yeah, so, and it's not the first time it happened. They did it with uh, Kevin Ollie. Um, at UConn. UConn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, took Jim Calhoun place, and they hired uh, Kevin Ollie, who'd been there for a while. Because um, he was uh, Calhoun's assistant, right? His assistant, yep. Won a natty with him in 11. Mm-hmm. And then won his own natty in 14. 14. Second, yeah, second year as a head coach. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> So I think it's kind of become a trend of doing that. Then you get rid of the guy. Um, I'm not a fan of, 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 of Hubert. Herbert. Is it Herbert or Hubert? Hubert. Hubert. Not a fan of Hubie. Not a fan. Hubert. I don't, I, I don't think kids want to come play for him. Be honest, being honest with you, I just don't you know, know that 
are you just saying that just from a personal place? Just just from what I've just I don't know that to be true. Mm-hmm. Just from what I've seen, um, just from people I know who are fans of North Carolina, people who are in North Carolina, mm-hmm. um, the kids don't want to come play for him. He's not the guy they're coming to play for. Um, I'll say I'll say this: it was the right move because he was, you know. Uh, What's the word obvious, I'm looking for? It was an obvious um, decision. He was there. He's an alum. He was the apprentice. He's, yeah, That's the word yeah, I'm looking for. He, he was the yeah. apprentice. He studied under Roy. They want to kind of stay within that system because I don't think Roy wanted to stop coaching. I think his hand was forced just because of all the bullshit that was going on. Right. So it's like keep this system in place. Who's the best person to do that? It's Hubert. Yeah. Even yeah. though it wasn't a splash right, right, for right. a name, like you and, said, we yeah. want it stacked. And I think the thing, yeah, and I think the the thing with North Carolina um, as well is that you're going to assist. You're, you're, you, they got to at some point let Dean Smith go. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's been the issue of North Carolina is they will not let Dean Smith go. Just the legacy of Dean? Just the le- well, not, even on, not only the legacy. And there's someone who lives in North Carolina, man, who coaches there. And he said it's a lot of coaches in North Carolina who still run that same shit, that three two. Okay. I mean that three out, that two in three out shit, mm-hmm. that four corner shit. It's so much Dean Smith through that just the state as a whole, and it's an old, outdated system. Right. These kids don't want to come do that shit because that's not what they're doing in the league. You know. So you're right. I think I agree with you. It's it's the, I mean, politically, it's the right hire and. When you think about the boosters, I mean, you know, I'm a huge Georgia fan. Hiring Kirby was an easy the safe decision. play. The safe play, it, yeah, it was it, it was safe and easy, but it also was the best play mm-hmm. because of what Kirby had become as a recruiter. Because Kirby had been around under the best coach in college football history, you know, had been in the print, and you're a Georgia alum, and that's always going to. You know, so where were the expectations set for him when he came in? But Kirby sky high, sky high, okay. Sky high. And I think they're lower for Hubert. They're lower, yeah, hell they're yeah, most low. definitely, they're way lower. Most Her, definitely. And Kirby came in and into a system where, and you know, and the thing is with Kirby is Kirby understood it, and I didn't mean mm-hmm. to just become a Kirby smart topic, but Kirby understood what he needed to do. Kirby understood if he keeps kids in Georgia, he'll be fine, right? You know, and that's something he's done. He's kept the best players at, by and large, he's kept the best players at home. You know, and it's he, he's becoming an elite program. I mean, he was literally his second year as a head coach, one play away from it, from a national mm-hmm. championship. And the guy who threw that pass was a top five pick, and the guy who caught that pass when the Heisman is probably going to be a top ten pick. Okay, as wide receiver, most likely would be either the first or second receiver off the board. Mm-hmm. Won a Heisman. Ashley was committed to Georgia at one point too, but we don't we don't get into that. Yeah, we um, ain't gonna visit that. Deeper, deeper darker, deeper that's a, darker. That's a touching uh, topic for you. Touchy, not really. I mean, yeah. it happens. We didn't know what he was gonna be. Yeah, but yeah. how how I feel about Hugh, like with any uh, other coach, it's his job to lose at the end of the day. Okay, so let's get into um his statement about being proud to have a white a white. Yeah, because we kind of skated away from yeah. Like I white, said white we dude. we we can't cut him slack on that, and and it kind of goes into not just him, just black athletes as a whole. And I as I, that token, yeah, like that's yeah. their symbol of I made it. Yeah, and you know, someone made a point to me, um, and I can't remember who did. I wish I did kind of credit for him. I credit them for it. Um, and he said that these white women 
that are going to these big universities are being groomed to become the wives, the wives of athletes, of athletes, mm-hmm. not even just black men, of athletes. athletes. Mm-hmm. And they move a certain way and they talk a certain lingo mm-hmm. that to a young black male, you know, from the hood who don't know no better, who comes across his white girl, who who said, now listen, this is what and, you need to do. And they get hypnotized by they that get, shit. They get caught up in that mm-hmm. mix. You know what I mean? Um, do you give credence to that? Do you think that's the thing? Yeah, I definitely believe it. Yeah. And uh, as soon as you brought that point up, you want to know the image that uh, that popped up in my head. Uh, I forget what player this was, and I believe it was either last year's draft or the year before last. Mm. And uh, I'm not talking about... Uh, I, know t- I think I know you're talking about. Go ahead. Uh, I'm talking about they called his name. He yeah. on the phone or whatever. You know, he crying. But his girlfriend sitting right next to him. Right. Instead of celebrating with him and consoling him, yeah. she's in the camera like, bitch, I made it. Like, y'all see oh, Like, y'all yeah. see me. Okay, okay. And, of course, she's white. But yeah. the mom, the mom was, ste- like, she stepped up and, like, nah, bitch, like, this is me and my son moment. Like, you yeah. need to slide over. Like, I remember that. Yeah, you that remember was, that? That was the one that came over. I think she kind of reached in for a hug or something. And, like, the mom kind of pushed her Yeah, pushed her back, bit. like, nah, like, nah. Yeah, okay, so you were on the same page with that. Yeah. I thought you were thinking about uh old boy for uh for Dallas, the receiver. Who, CD? CD. No, nah, your girl, girl was black. She, she was black. That was but a she white went girl. to grab that phone. Yeah, she was black. Yeah, that, was, that was a black woman. That, yeah. was, that was a queen. That was CD. a queen. She knew what time it was. CD, like, man. I was like, Jesus. Yeah. That nigga was smooth with that shit. Yeah, like, hey, man. Hey, Watch come out. on now. Come on now. Hey, hey, come I, on. I, I, you ain't but, made it yet. You, me? you ain't there yet. You ain't in the ring yet. Oh, you boy. You ain't no contract with us yet. But yeah, I, I believe that's the thing, though, man. Um, you think it's a, okay, so we can agree it's a thing. Do you think it's a problem? Oh, it's a problem because it's not, it's not genuine. Gosh, it's more predatory. Right. Okay. Right, right, right. Because like you said, we're coming from situations where we, we don't know shit. We've never seen shit. And next yeah. thing you know, we got, we got all of this in front of us. Promises are being made, you know. Shit, you can have this if, you know, you do such and such and such. You putting up these type numbers, of course you're going to be with me. Right. Yeah, and you know, and the thing is, man, is I saw somebody, um, I saw somebody uh, say that one of the things, because people kind of say, well, well, people never taught us X, Y, and Z. Mm. And the thing was, so who, who the fuck was going to teach them that? Right. Right? Like, who was going to teach us about Bitcoin. Who's gonna teach our parents mm-hmm. about who taught our parents about stocks? Right. Our parents nobody they don't know shit about no debt. They learned eventually, but they didn't know shit about that. Yeah. Who's gonna were, who's gonna teach us about how to stay away from <laughs> being finessed by by white women on a big university? Because and, who's been there? Right. A who's lot of been, us who's were been first, there. A lot of us were first generation. First generation. We don't know better. And it's af you know what I mean? And even as an athlete, if you're a division one athlete, a lot of you are the only one out your family that made it that far. Right. They may tell you, watch the white girls. Okay. That's until it. You, but that's it. So you get that. Shit, I, I'm watching them. I'm, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm watching, watching them. them. Yeah, I'm watching them. <laughs> that motherfucking nasty. <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucking nasty. <laughs> Neither one of us played ball at Southern and we saw the all right. 
Um, next on the playlist. <laughs> next on the on the playlist. Who shit? Damn. Next on the playlist. First time I had green bean casserole. HR. First time I had green bean casserole. HR, man. This the shit I'm talking about, right? What, what did I? What did I? Oh do? my god, what man. This I, nigga is fucking. I just green bean casserole. What's that like, though? It's actually slaps. It actually slaps. Like, and she put a little onion crisp in there too. Oh, to Look, die for. To die for. To die for. Oh man. Uh, so go, is that a is that like a main course? A green bean casserole. I mean, you know, white people eat macaroni and cheese is a main course. <laughs> <laughs> they eat macaroni and that be it. Just be macaroni and, and we need some diversity on this shit. So it's just not like we sit here and bash that. Should be macaroni and orange juice for dinner. <laughs> they got nerve to call us po. <laughs> What the fuck is that? This shit is fucking silly. Oh man. shit! It'd be macaroni, <laughs> macaroni and diet coke for dinner. <laughs> that's awful. Supper, supper. Come on, true. man. Yeah, <laughs> get your link over, right? Hey, whatever. <laughs> See, that's why we get finesse because we don't know how to talk around these motherfuckers. Nah, right that's true. There. You know what's funny, man? Real quick, like to, mm. get, to even go. I remember um, when I first got to Georgia Southern, man. I asked one of my home, because my homeboy, like, he dealt with, like, a white girl, too. Yeah. And, you know, it's still new, like, we ain't, so I wonder, you know, what it's like. Yeah, you testing, you testing it yeah, out. Yeah, so I told my homeboy, I said, bro, I don't even know what to say. You what know he, what I mean? Like, what I he told you? He, was, he said, just be you. Said, just talk. Nah. Yeah, and I'm like, nah. Just, just talk. But I realized he was right. Yeah, just talk, you just bro. talk. Because it don't matter. Don't try, to, don't try to switch up who you are. If anything, it's going to help you. Yeah. Cause they ain't never seen, they ain't never been around that. You feel right. me? They was around you, huh? Green bean casserole, man. <laughs> <laughs> How you getting out of this one? You got a song? Green, yeah, yeah. I got plenty of songs, bro. Okay, let's do another song. <laughs> All right, cool. Let's do another song. Who are you up? You nah, up. you up? Okay, I just went. Stop doing that. Okay, I go. I know what you're trying to do. All right, this time I'm gonna end it off, man. Trying to trick um, me up my spot. Speaking of white women, um, oh. <laughs> Doja Cat. She white? <laughs> nah, I'm playing, man. She she was she was in a little a little snafu fender bender <laughs> not too long ago when she was getting a little foul on her live. Snafu. She, yeah. she, she didn't mean it. Nah, but uh yeah, we're gonna go with uh Doja Cat, man. We got rules.
okay, Doja. Talk to me nice. She came a long way from being a cow. The move. <laughs> She's the move. The the move. That's move. wild. That's wild. Bitch, I make moves. Oh, I thought you were saying she was still a cow. Nah, she came a long nah. way from that. Bitch, yeah. I'm a cow. Yeah. Ooh. That shit was hard, man. The song? That song was hard. You bro. liked it? She was You be liking that weird shit. She bro. was saying some shit in there, What she right? said? Give me a bar. Uh she said. Hold on, what she said? No, I can't remember what you She wasn't fucking talking about. I don't pay attention to what the fuck they be talking about. So you don't listen to women? I don't pay attention to what the fuck they be talking about. Oh, no, I don't pay attention to women. I don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All I right. pay attention to who I'm supposed to pay attention to. How about that? Oh, look, yeah, that's clean. That's, that was cute. You like to clean up, right? Was, I mean, it was something. <laughs> it was something, man. Yeah. So... <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna get out of it. Yeah, let's get out of that. <laughs> get out of that this man. nigga funny, man. I didn't do anything this time. That was you. Yeah, it's all good. That's a fact. I'm safe. <laughs> I'm safe out here. Talk about it. Talk about yeah, it. Yeah, we good. Man. All right, man. So we gonna be ratchet. <clears throat> what you got? got? All right. So my last song. We gonna end it like this, man. It's gonna be a uh, Kyle. Don't trust no niggas. Yeah. saw a pic today it was like uh how these niggas be on first dates and they had a dog sitting there drinking a pepsi tell mm-hmm. me i ain't nothing like your last nigga you can trust me these shits be hilarious bro. Niggas is funny, man. <laughs> niggas is funny as hell, man. oh man so uh so yeah man we got anything else we need to get to anything important anything major anything we miss anything um no nah, i think we uh Covered all areas. We uh, we kept it light tonight, man. We kind of been heavy the past couple of weeks, so we tried to have a little fun, bring some humor back into it. Somebody told me he was like, "Man, I want to drop a tear." Yeah, I was in y'all was in y'all shit. Yeah, you know what good, I told man. him? I told him to pull his skirt up. <laughs> pull his skirt up, man. What's your fucking feeling, son? <laughs> what you talking about? I wanted to cry. Yeah. 
So, yeah, man. So, uh, wrapping it up, man. Once again, thank you for everybody for listening. If you listen for the first time, hopefully we did enough to hold you. If not, we'll see you on the other side. Um, you know, make it end of the day. Um, if you fuck with us, fuck with us. If you don't, bitch, I know somebody that like it. That's a fucking fact. I know about three people that like it, actually. Three? They, three? three. Shit, yeah, yeah boy. Love this shit. That's what's up. Yeah, man. They love it, man. They, they want t-shirts and everything, man. Really? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, man. So, once again, man, uh, I think it was a good episode. Yeah, man. Have fun. This is this is a wild one. This was a little. Yeah, man. We are uh, getting called in the office first thing in the morning. Yeah, man. So <laughs> this might actually be our last episode, y'all. So y'all might get two new hosts uh, next episode. But uh, I'm yeah. still stuck on Coachella. <laughs> yo, stop. We said. All right, y'all. Yo, check this out, man. This is the Untitled Podcast. Yo, yo shout out to my brother Swab, man. My co-host, my brother, my partner in crime, man. Appreciate you being here. I'm about to mute your mic because you know how to I appreciate that. it, man. I might yeah. need. <laughs> yeah, man, you are. So, hey, until the next time, man, we appreciate y'all. See y'all later. Bye. Lisa, Veronica, Karen, Vicky, Cookies. Well, I met her in an ice cream parlor. Tanya, Diane, Lori, and Carla. Marina, Selena, Katrina, Sabrina. About three Kims, Latoya, Tina, Shelly, Bridget, Kathy, Rashida, Kelly, Nicole, Angel, Juanita, Stacy. Tracy, Rhonda and Rhonda, Donna, Yolanda, Tawana and Wanda. We're all treated fairly, but getting still. But this is all some other shit that I don't fucking with you here. But I'ma keep it real. What the fuck you want from a nigga? What the fuck you want from a nigga?